Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you listen back to Coach Paul Bear Bryant, he would always give this poor mouthing session, right? Uh, you would think that his teams didn't even have a chance to go on the road and play an opponent or play an opponent or uh, not even load the buses or not get on the plane or not host a game. I took that strategy early today, but I think I got busted a little bit uh, because down in LSU country, from their standpoint, they're not as confident maybe as Alabama fans are. We, we've talked about this throughout the week. We took scores yesterday. We'll do it again today on a Dreamland score prediction day. A Dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere since 1958. Northport, Birmingham, uh the original location off Jug Factory Road. Dreamland, ain't nothing like them nowhere. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325 Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. But I took this strategy and the guy said, okay, let me ask you this question. If I told you, and we've talked about this, this is something we talked about Monday, Tuesday. He said, if I told you the game was in the 40s and if LSU forced Alabama to play their style, who would you favor? Said, well, you know, if it got in a scoring shootout, then I would probably lean toward LSU. He said, well, what if it's the other way? What if it's Alabama forcing LSU to play their style and keep the game in a low-scoring combination? So I flipped it and I said, well, hold on a minute. Are you telling me that LSU's defense has not been able to show us in eight games that they're a solid unit and they're going to have multiple injuries and multiple secondaries, remember? And you're going to tell me that this unit is going to slow down Alabama? I mean, I'm not saying that our offense is dynamic, but I said, either way, I'm not buying that LSU can slow down Alabama. I think this may be one of the most productive offensive performance Saturday because all we have talked about is the LSU offense. And I don't know about you, but I get motivated. Not that I'm jealous. I'm not a jealous person, but that motivates you. And you know this offense has heard about it all week. Offense, LSU's offense, LSU, number one offense. Nick Saban has driven that home, and he did earlier today. So when I look at this Alabama offense, I'm almost willing to bet that this is going to be their, their highest output of the season, not simply just because of the defense. So I don't think LSU is going to be able to slow down Alabama. So if you tell me that a game is down and makes it ugly, then I think that definitely favors Alabama. So we'll talk about it. Uh, Mason, you pulled up the mic. Uh, you agree with with my little uh, dialogue here? I absolutely well, it's agree. It's a monologue, but now we're going to create I mean, a dialogue. I, you know, I have heard all week about, oh, Alabama, they, they got to slow down this LSU offense. They got to make them play slow. They got to slow the game down. No, we do not. This is the worst defense Alabama has played all year. Not even close. And, and Yeah, and that is an objective statement. It is true. This is the worst defense Jalen Milrow has seen. He is going to throw for 450 yards. I don't know if I'm there yet. 
Uh, I may be on Saturday evening, but I mean, when you tell me that this defense, because I'm not one of those, Mike Dettelier has taught us this, that next man up stuff is, it's kind of garbage. I mean, yeah, it is next man up because you've now got, but if he was better than the first string, he'd be played in front of the first, first string. So you're telling me they're going to be without multiple defensive players? And they, now you may have a guy that sees the lights and uh, he steps in there. But when you look at this defensive side of the football, uh, this is one of those that um, it's hard to find where they're going to be able to slow down Alabama. So when we talk about a shootout, heck, Alabama may force them to be a shootout because they may have to keep up. Now, the one thing is Alabama needs to come out. If you could answer this question, I'll tell you that Alabama is going to win. They don't need to come out sluggish. First quarter's been their worst quarter by far on both offense and defense. Whatever that was, fix it. Get that fixed. Have it aggressive. But I've heard some great things about Monday's practice. I heard some great things about Tuesday's practice. Wednesday's practice will come up, and Nick Saban will talk following practice. We'll carry that live. But if this trend continues, that tells me that certainly the bye week was helpful. And... We'll look at this Alabama football team. Listen, they could make a statement. Uh, when you listen back at the college football playoffs, it's about what we thought it would be. Alabama, some respect. But I was a little bit shocked. Mason, were you shocked that Georgia was not at that number one spot? Because I was. I mean, I'm like, they're the champ. Regardless of how they've played, they played down to their competition, and then they've played up to their competition. They've managed injuries. When I look at Ohio State, I could critique their team. Yeah, uh, I heard, you know, another thing. Like, I heard a lot about Ohio State. You know, I heard a couple people say Ohio State would maybe sneak into that number one spot. You know, they got this impressive win over Penn State, an impressive win over Notre Dame. It's like, Notre Dame win is great. I'll give them that. That's a good win. In Notre Dame, in South Bend, that's an impressive victory. You know, not a lot of people go in there and do that. Sure. That was an ugly Penn State game. I mean, it, it was. I mean, and it was not the best Ohio, uh, Wisconsin game this past weekend. Hey, that's another one. You know, it's it, they want to talk about Georgia playing down to Auburn and you know South Carolina. Ohio State played down to Wisconsin. Uh, I was, you know, I don't know if shocked is necessarily the word I would say because I do, uh, I get the, you know, I, I see why they did it. I'm, you know, but I think here's why I think they did it. I think they're setting it up for Ohio State, Michigan. They're setting it up where whoever loses that is not out of it. So when, when I look at this, to me, that's is, what they, it, they're given that margin of error for the Big Ten. Is that their way of trying to keep Alabama out of it? Ooh, Mason, that's a good thought. I never really thought of it. I think it's just protecting of the Big Ten. They love the Big Ten because geographically it is in a big TV market. Don't ever, and I, I'm reminding myself, I'm reminding you, but I'm also reminding myself don't ever remember. Don't ever forget. It's always about money. And last year, the committee, because of the circumstances, they got a blowout in the national championship game. And you didn't turn it off because you're a football fan. But they need those non-football fans to create an event, a national championship, just like the Super Bowl. There's people that don't follow the NFL, but they watch the Super Bowl. The th same thing on the national title game. They watch it because it's a championship. When you look at it, they got embarrassed. From a TV rating standpoint, it was it was flipped the remote. Uh, it was going back to wherever they went, but uh, it was not on football because it was such a you know a non competition. When you look at it, so this committee is setting it up. So could it mean negative around Alabama? I wanted Georgia that number one spot because I wanted Alabama. 
to be able to take down the dogs and beat that number one and have that number one credential. So I think the committee is trying to protect the Big Ten. That's the way I look at it. Uh, you may see it a little bit different, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's also about TV ratings, too. Uh, it's about trying to create that, and they're going to scratch the back of their partners. And we'll ask uh, Josh coming up from College Football Nerds. He's going to be our first guest coming up in just a couple of minutes. CFB Nerds on the Twitter account, collegefootballnerds.com. We love to pick Josh's brain. I'll ask him, when you look at the metrics, who do you think is the best team in the country? But I really want to dive into this LSU defense with him. I want him to tell me, is this LSU defense – because statistics will sometimes lead you down the wrong road, and sometimes it'll just confirm what your eyes see. When you look at LSU, they look like a bad defense. Does he see the same thing, and will Alabama be able to have success based on what they've showed eight games in? So we'll talk with Josh coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll also do our Dreamland score prediction day. We got a good percentage in yesterday, probably not a normal for a Tuesday because we had a lot of conversations around a lot of different things in the world of college football. So we'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll take your predictions. Uh, we don't have too many guests today. Got a big lineup for you tomorrow. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun tomorrow. Wink, wink. Nick Saban, post-practice press conference. will extend the show. But coming up next, we'll talk with Josh Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Josh from College Football Nerds is next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A red flag alert in effect for all of North Alabama. That's till 7 tonight. Outdoor burning is highly discouraged. There's also a freeze warning for tonight. It begins at 10 p.m., runs through 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. TPD and UAPD are reporting that the safety precautions put into effect for Alabama home weekend football games has proven to be effective. Arrests are down. 20-year-old Taiwan Long charged with the murder of 22-year-old Jalen Reed in a shooting in the Vultures Ralph community yesterday morning in southwest Tuscaloosa County. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app, never pay for your news, and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from 12 to 2. BBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday made possible by Dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in our immediate area Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road downtown Northport Dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere the pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. 
sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. The Estelle Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 55. Tonight, another freeze warning, the sky clear, the low 31. Or tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 62, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Josh from collegefootballnerds.com. CFB Nerds on the Twitter account. Josh, I hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, I wanted to ask your reaction before we get started this Alabama and LSU, but uh, any reaction to the college football playoff rankings? Ohio State at that number one spot, Georgia at number two, Michigan three, Florida State at four, Alabama at number eight. But uh, any reaction? I think it made sense. Uh, you know, if you just look at who the teams have played and who they beat, I think the playoff committee did a pretty good job of ranking it. But honestly, I've always felt like the playoff committee does a better job of their uh, rankings than the AP or the coaches poll. And I know people sometimes take issue with the playoff committee, but I still think they've been consistently better than the AP and the coaches poll. So, you know, that's what they used to use in the BCS. So I, I've always found it funny that people want to go back to the BCS, but it's, uh, I think, Maybe every time or all but one time, it's ended up with the same four teams. And if you look at it, things like p- putting Michigan lower because they haven't beaten anyone of note, putting Ohio State higher because they beat Notre Dame and Penn State, you know, and to me, it just says the committee's doing their job and the rest of it's going to shake out over time. Yeah, I guess I've really. I mean, I've been critical sometimes of the committee. I'd love to see more transparency. I'd love to see maybe some minutes from the meeting. I'd love to see some of the discussions behind the scenes. And I'd love to see a little bit bigger sample size than just 13 members. I guess that's my only issue with them. I don't know where you stop, but, you know, to me, it's um, 13's a, a pretty small number that you can, you know, create a lot of bias. And that bias can, um, you know, be brought into the the, the algorithm pretty quickly if with only 13 members. That's my only critique around the committee. Yeah, I, I think that's probably fair. And I'll add, when the committee first started, they had a lot of heavy hitters on that committee. They right? did, you know, there yes. Were, you know, great ADs, Condoleezza, people like Condoleezza Rice, which you can talk about whether or not she knew football, but it was pretty clear those people had kind of kept a rein on how the committee was operating and their processes and things like that. And they've all kind of rolled off. And if you look at the members of the committee, I just don't think it's frankly nearly as good as it was five or six years ago. So I do think there's a fair point there. I and totally, totally. And, and I get it. It's it's a 
problem that you volunteer to be to serve college football, but you take a lot of criticism. Uh, Josh, let, let's work our way to this uh, LSU-Alabama matchup, uh, and I'll just start by asking the question. Statistically, LSU's defense is awful. Uh, does that match up with your eyeballs? Uh, matches up the eyeballs and our numbers. Um, you know, we do this, uh, do a couple different metrics, right? So there's absolute metrics, and we do something called relative performance, which is just basically saying, hey, if the teams you played, if everybody's been given up five yards per carry to those teams, and you gave up four, then you did 20% better than everyone else. Um, in terms of absolute stats, uh, per play, which is the way you got to do it, right? To tempo is a thing. Sure. Uh, LSU's 58th in passing yards per attempt and 100th in yards per carry. And if you look at it relative to competition, it improves ever so slightly, but it's still 45th and 98th. The interesting thing to me is everybody talks about their pass defense, but it's actually their run defense that's a lot worse, right? They're in, um, they're like 98th or 100th in run D. And the pass D's been torched a couple times against better teams, but it's just merely kind of bad. <laughs> the run defense is just bad. Um, and so that's kind of the problem for them. And combine that with the injury situation and it starts to, starts to pile up for sure. LSU's offense, does that back up statistically as the top offense in the country? I mean, with, without looking at some of these metrics, do you think LSU's got the best offense in the country? Uh, I think they do. Um, in terms of our, you know, this relative performance stuff we do, they're number one in the country in points per game, number one in total yards per game, number one in passing yards per game, uh, 13th in rushing yards per game. I mean, you're not going to find too many offenses that are top 15 passing and running. Um, and if you look per play, they're second per play passing, seventh per play rushing. Um, so my opinion, I would say that LSU is my top offense. I would probably have Washington second, uh, but LSU's offense is absolutely as good as their build. You know, we've talked about this for a couple of weeks. When you look at the University of Alabama, uh, thinking about the offensive, but going up against this defense, if they're not able to have success on Saturday, maybe this offense has, has reached its ceiling. Maybe there's not too much more uh, that this offense can, can do. Um, something tells me this offense is going to have a pretty solid day Saturday. It's always an interesting question when you look at teams that struggle to score points beyond a certain level, if they're going to be able to hit that ceiling. I say that because Alabama's pretty consistently struggled to get more than 24 to 27 points in a game, right? They hit 34 against Tennessee, but one of those was a defensive score. The offense, really the whole season, has been putting up in the low to mid-20s week in and week out. And there's flashes of an offense that should be able to put up 40 points. But you never see that same offense for two halves, so... Um, years ago, the 2010 Iron Bowl, uh, which at that point I was kind of an unknown but running a lot of the same model stuff, um, something that I flagged in my model at the time is that Alabama really couldn't be trusted to score more than 27 points. And when I projected out that Iron Bowl with Auburn, it, it said that Alabama probably needed to score 28 points to win. And, and then I concluded, yeah, they're probably not going to do it because that offense with all the talent it had in 2010 – just couldn't consistently get out of their own way enough to score that many points. Even in games where they move the ball really well, all year that offense struggled to put up high numbers of points. Uh, that ended up being a little prophetic, right? Because that game, I think Auburn actually scored 27, so it was pretty much dead on. But I note that because I think this offense is kind of the same thing, right? You know, Arkansas is a terrible defense. They are. And Alabama put up 24 points. Uh, Tennessee is a tremendously better defense. And Alabama put up 27 points. 
And if that trend continues and Alabama just continues to put up mid-20s against everybody they play, including really, really bad defense here in LSU, well, that's not going to be great in a situation where they're probably going to need to score 30-plus because I just don't think you know, maybe they do shut down LSU, but in my experience, it's not realistic to ever think you can shut down a high-level passing attack. I don't think any Alabama fan that's ever watched playoff games against Deshaun Watson and others understands that, right? The playoff, really high-level passing attack, maybe you hold them to like 20% under their average, but they're still going to get the majority of what they get. Um, and it's, it's more about just getting a couple extra stops and trying to keep pace. We've been talking about the low 30s all week. That's where I thought Alabama needed to score. I look at your model. You've got Alabama, collegefootballnerds.com. You can do this for anybody out there listening. It is a 33.8 to a 33.2. Wow, that is so, so close. But uh, your model also says the 30s. Yeah, and I think that's probably – Probably realistic. Um, and the fun thing with the model, and, you know, we did a video. You can look for collegefootballnerds.com uh, or go to College Football Nerds on YouTube and watch our, our preview. We did a, a long preview on this. But when you look at the unit-by-unit unit comparison, it's even closer, right? Because what we have is Alabama's run game with a 14% advantage over LSU's defense and LSU's run game with a 13% advantage over Alabama's defense. And then Alabama has a 28% advantage passing and LSU has a 33% advantage passing. So the, the advantages offensively for both sides are almost exactly the same to a weird degree. And that really reflects how good LSU's offense is and how good Alabama's defense is compared to the relative strength of Alabama's offense and LSU's defense. And the thing that always gets me in these games is people focus on the strength on strength matchup, but both those matchups count equally, right? So whether or not Alabama can score an LSU's bad defense is absolutely as equally important as whether LSU's offense can score an Alabama's great defense. Well, and and I even like it where you can go and select the the player and then you select the team and you can look at, okay, what do you think they'll be able to do? And and this is what you've got for uh, Jalen Milrow as far as against LSU. You've got 15 completions, 24 attempts, based on some numbers, 61%, 285. That would be a solid day for Jalen Milrow, would it not? Yeah, I think so. Um, and that's, again, kind of in line with what they've, what they've done to this point, right? 11.01 yards per attempt is what we have him projected out in that matchup. Uh, and that's a lot. <laughs> you know, anytime you're over 10 yards per attempt, that's great. That's the same kind of numbers Mac Jones and Tua were in. So, you know, there's every reason to think he can be productive. The problem, as we've talked about a lot on the show, is despite the crazy production from a yard per play, yard per attempt perspective, Alabama still just has this issue where it's 11 yards per attempt because it's 40 yards on one pass and then three incompletions in a row afterwards. And what that tends to mean is you go from the 20 to their 40 and then you punt. Um, they've got to be a lot more consistent in moving the chains and not, and not getting in situations where they're chunk plays that don't score. And then, you know, an inability to convert a first down afterwards. So when you, when you take a look at this LSU Alabama game at this point, who would you favor uh, coming out victorious? So I favor Alabama, and I'll say it's mainly due to the injury situation. I think if LSU was perfectly healthy, frankly, I probably would favor LSU because I'm not sure Alabama's really 
equipped to play a functional defense and win a shootout. But at this point, LSU is going to be out four corners and Mickey Wingo, who was by far their best lineman. And because of that, and, and you know, you look at the nickel depth chart, and I couldn't even tell you who the nickel is going to be. They're probably going to play maybe two true freshmen at corner that really have almost no experience because they lost Alexander in that last game against the Army. And so I do think Alabama's going to have a chance to hit shot plays at a higher clip than they have, right? When you've got freshman corners going against Jermaine Burton or Isaiah Bond, they're going to bite on things. They're going to take bad angles. They're going to get turned around. And the problem with Milrow has been that he doesn't really want to let the ball fly unless guys are wide open. Well, that's a problem until guys are wide open. Uh, and if they're wide open frequently, then that kind of balances off. And I'll add one little one little factoid that I think is pretty fun. If you're an Alabama fan, maybe not if you're an LSU fan, but it's, it's an interesting point. LSU's defense often gets discussed in regards to Mason Smith and Harold Perkins, but I actually don't think those are the two best better players on their defense. I actually think that's Jefferson and Penn, the linebacker. Um, the fun fact with Perkins is he has 11 sacks, but he actually got four of 11 sacks in one game last year against Arkansas where they started Malik Hornsby. And he was terrible in that game if you watched it and kept basically bailing the pocket into pressure. Uh, Perkins was just spying him, and so he'd run him down for a sack. Kind of similar to how they gave Bryce Young a lot of trouble early last year because Bryce kept leaving the pocket. That's going to be a problem if Milrow leaves the pocket. But the problem is that Perkins is you know, maybe 225 pounds. And if you really watch him, he's got good bend and speed. But if he's engaged and he's got to push through the pile, he's just not big enough. And if you run at him, you can blow him out of the way. It's kind of a similar deal with Mason Smith. Um, he, had, he has eight career tackles for loss, but three and a half came in week two of 2021 against an FCS team. And the second half of that year, he got hurt and didn't play. And then the coaches hyped him up as a guy going to take a big step forward in 2022. And then he tore his ACL in that first game against Florida State. And so those are two guys that it drives me nuts because broadcasters still talk about them being, you know, Perkins, the best defender in college football, and Mason Smith being their best lineman it's really in no way backed up by production. Uh, Perkins has never had a two-sack game in his career outside that one weird game against Arkansas. Um, Mason Smith's really never been productive really at all outside of one FCS game. Uh, and so it's, it's really more the journeyman about LSU, and that's, again, why I think the defensive injuries matter because everybody focuses on a couple of these players that are famous, but really their defense is hinged around blue-collar guys. A lot of those guys are banged up, hurt, or out of the game. And it's just hard for me to see this being a defense that's going to be overly coherent against Alabama. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at this. But but the part that, as we go through Milrow's stats, is is he's been very hesitant to run. Even when it's been available, he doesn't really want to take full advantage of that opportunity. And to me, that's one of the best characteristics. I mean, think about Daniels for just a couple of minutes if you take away his mobility. You could, you could go back to the Alabama game of last year where he rushed 11 times for around 95 yards you take that away from him, I don't think he's the same player. I think Milrow can be comparable if he'll just use that skill set. It will open up the other part of the offense. I don't think there's any doubt that when Milrow has run the ball more or they've used more design runs for him, that the offense has been more effective. People love to say when you're playing a running quarterback, why don't we have a spy? And the answer there is pretty simple. A spy on the quarterback is a guy that's not doing anything else within the scheme. And so it's really hard to spy a quarterback or to contain a quarterback and not compromise yourself really everywhere else in the football field. 
And as you said, and we've talked about it a number of times, Milrow just hasn't been willing to run that much. Um, and, you know, that there were all those rumors of injury and non-injury. I haven't heard anything to confirm it. But it's weird to me that we went a few games without ever seeing him run. Uh, and at the end of the game, though, against Tennessee, they used him a lot on design runs. And that really put the game away. So um, it is interesting. And, yeah, I mean, with Jaden Daniels, his ability to run is important. You know, we you had me on last year because I did a video oh, about <laughs> Alabama playing with one defensive lineman in the fourth quarter when Jalen Daniels, uh, Jaden Daniels had that big 40-yard run. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, if you're third and four versus a team that's a running team, you have one defensive lineman on the field. Shockingly, uh, you got blown off the ball and Daniels ran it. Um, but I, I will also say last year, whether Alabama fans want to admit it or not, um, Jalen Moody was somewhat limited athletically. I mean, he was a three-star for a reason. He went, got the draft consideration he got for a reason. And I think one of the biggest things for this year is you actually have a healthy Deontay Lawson and a healthy Campbell. And last year, Alabama's linebackers really just couldn't stay with Daniels because he is a, a great runner. I think Milrow's faster, actually, but Daniels is probably a better actual runner. He's more comfortable running and cutting. And having faster, better linebackers is probably going to be a really big key there, too, just to keep Daniels from breaking out for some of the big plays he had last time where the, where the linebackers just couldn't take a good angle or couldn't catch him. And hey, let me get some just quick thoughts on uh, Missouri and Georgia this weekend. That, that's another game that we'll keep an eye on in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, any way that uh, Missouri pulls off the upset in Athens? It's certainly not impossible. I mean, we haven't really seen Georgia play a high-level passing attack yet. Uh, uh, Brady Cook at Missouri is probably the most underrated quarterback in the country. I'm not saying he's the best, but in a lot of our metrics, he's a top-ten, top-five quarterback, and nobody seems to know who he is. And so they're going to definitely test Georgia in some ways that are maybe unexpected. Um, our model only has it a seven-point game, which means you know Georgia's probably got something like a 70%, 80% chance to win. But that does lead 20, 30% chance for Georgia in the upset. Uh, I know a lot of Georgia fans know that Missouri's a dangerous team. Um, I think a lot of Georgia fans know that there's the potential for another game a little bit like last year. But the thing I would flag is Missouri's defense isn't quite as good as they were last year, but their offense is significantly better. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how Georgia responds to a team that's actually able to move the ball a little more effectively. And I say that noting, you know, I'm not sure that Missouri's really a world beater. Uh, but they are still more of a challenge, I think, than anybody else Georgia's played. Save maybe Kentucky, but Kentucky, you know, Kentucky's whole game is they want to run between the tackles and play bully ball, and that was just an awful, awful, awful matchup when you're playing Georgia. Missouri's a very different animal, and it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Collegefootballnerds.com. You can find him on the YouTube account. Uh, you can find him on the College Football Nerds website, uh, and you can go through these player projections. You can take a, a running back or wide receiver, uh, excuse me, a quarterback or a running back and project what he's going to do against another FBS team. So it's kind of a little fun there that you can look at some of the uh, prediction uh, measurements there, the tools that they've got able to, to, to model these prediction models there. Uh, and you can see it, and uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of go through. It's just, I mean, this matchup is super, super close. However you want to spin it, uh, it's going to be a fourth-quarter game, and we're excited uh, to be able to feature you. Josh, collegefootballnerds.com. I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Ryan. Always a pleasure to be on. Thank you, Josh. Collegefootballnerds.com. We're coming back. We're taking phone calls. We're going, don't wait to the very end. Uh, we do it every single week. Wednesday's the final day, 
And we don't ever know when Nick Saban's going to pop in. We, we don't ever know if he's going to be at 545, if he's going to be at 615. Either way, we're going to extend the show. We're going to get the press conference to you. So we're going to provide that live, but we don't ever know when that's going to be. Uh, I think the Zoom is somewhere around 545, 550, but it may be a little bit early, and sometimes it always knocks somebody out. So if you want to jump in, give us your score. Give us your prediction. What do you think, Alabama and LSU? We just went through the models there with college football nerds. Uh, Josh is going to be a regular guest that we're going to feature every Wednesday right here at 2.15. Uh, he's a guy that you have requested. See, I mean, we're, we're we listen to the people. We are a show of the people. Uh, when you guys make a request and you guys loved him, and certainly we do as well, uh, it's always fun a bit to pick his brain. So we've added him to the weekly lineup every Wednesday at 2.15. We'll feature Josh from collegefootballnerds.com. Rumsey Environmental, it's a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. When you have to know it's being done right. That's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. We'll take your scores, we'll take your predictions, and we'll take some thoughts. And we'll hear some from some coaches as well on Alabama's LSU, uh, or excuse me, on LSU's offense. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll take Robert M. Mobile, AC in Bangladesh, and more. Tide, 100.9, 12.30 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Coming up tomorrow on the Miller's Edge, Alabama LSU will continue taking your calls and talking the big matchup this Saturday right here in Tuscaloosa. College game day coming to town. We'll talk more right here on the Miller's Edge. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah! DanielMoreArt.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him in Northside Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today.
Let's have some fun. Let's do it. Dreamland score prediction day. We welcome you into the game. We want you to be a part of our show. 205-342-9904. And uh, we'll take Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, man. Are you ready? Hey, uh, you ready for LSU? Hey, uh, Go ahead. He said he favors Alabama. He didn't. I don't think he gave us a score, but uh, their model. Uh, is, uh, yeah, I listened to the show earlier on YouTube. I thought he picked Alabama blue. <laughs> and now that he's picked in the win, I was kind of serious about that. Maybe changed his mind since that time. I, sure. I just think it's close. I think it's close. When you when you yeah. look at this model, I mean it, it's close. When you look at the prediction model that they've got, uh, what was it, thirty three point eight to a thirty three point two? And I know models can be just plugging in all the data. Um, we'll see. I, I think this game is a yeah. fourth quarter game. I don't think it's decided until the last couple of minutes. Well, we yeah, I mean it could be a lot of Alabama's games have come down to that. Hopefully, it won't, but. You never know with this. With this, I should say this offense. Because the problem with this team is the offense. Robert, we may have lost you there. Uh, sorry, we we couldn't hear what you said the last couple of sentences there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the last couple of years, the uh, the defense has uh, the offense holding us back. Last couple of years, it was the defense. Now the script has been flipped. Now it's the offense holding the team back, and. I mean, this is the game to start getting some points. College football committee just came out yesterday, and we're eight, which means we need some chaos still to get into the playoffs. Uh, you, you mentioned that they're trying to set up for Michigan and Ohio State that went to lose to going to the playoffs. I don't think that's going to. I don't see how that's going to be the case this year for a one-loss non-conference champion to get into the playoffs. Because uh, just too many, there's just too many teams up there. So if, if you're confident, if you're confident that conference champion, you don't win. You know, I don't see how you get in the playoffs unless there's a lot of chaos in between uh, uh, in, in the Pac-12 and uh, or something like that. Now Florida State losing, that would help open up a lot. Uh, maybe they, maybe you might leave Florida State out if they lose. And to this point, that's a big if. Florida State still may not get left out with one loss. So, but I don't see how, I don't see any conference getting two teams in, not this year. And which is good again, setting us up great for next season, uh for for the uh college for the expanded playoff. But yeah, this is a, this is time for Alabama's offense to wake up. The stats on Alabama's offense in the first quarter and the, is are, are atrocious, especially on the first drive. I heard your the college football nerves break that down. They're terrible. Uh, it was like eight uh, we got like last seven games, we only got three points on opening drive. Yeah. That's terrible. Which is supposed to be your first 16 plays. It's supposed to be your best offensive plays. Let that sink in. Exactly. I mean, come on. It, it's, if we don't score, I mean, you can't watch Florida State gets 40 points. Uh, Ole Miss get 40 points. LH, uh, uh, Arkansas gets 30-some points. And you, we don't score over 30 points. If we don't score over 30 points, goodness gracious. Something's going to have to change. Even in a win, if we don't score a bunch of points on this team, you gotta, you're got you going to have to start questioning yourself. you got injuries and on top of this team. Defense not being that good as it normally is. So 
Uh, yeah, it would be really unacceptable. But, but as he said, he said Arkansas's struggle. defense is not very good. Tennessee's defense is not good in some areas, and Alabama's not able to take advantage of it. Um, the more this season progresses, and I'm not ready to scold him like we did Pete Golding. Uh, I, I spotted Pete Golding from initially. Did, didn't like him, didn't like his in-game adjustments. Uh, didn't like the way the defense played. Sure, we were coming out of Jeremy Pruitt and Kirby Smart back-to-back, so those were really elite coordinators. And Pete Golding was from University of Texas, San Antonio, which is still trying to make his way. Tommy Reese, the jury's still out, but right now they're leaning that this guy's not an SEC-caliber offensive coordinator. His adjustments is so elementary. They're not... They're... they're Sometimes they just don't even look like an Alabama caliber. He looks like he's playing, you know, the military academies, and that's not taking a shot at them, but that's who Notre Dame plays. So, yeah, he may be good against those teams or against the schedule that they play, but Alabama, SEC, it separates the men from the boys quickly. Uh, you, you, you all mentioned earlier as well about Jalen Miro's hesitancy to run, and it's, yeah – Dude, you're going to have to. I don't know what the what the switch is that could turn that part of your game on, but it has to turn on because you're going to have to show that total package. You're not a skilled enough pocket quarterback yet to just be sitting back there in the pocket. And I had heard Josh mention that earlier on his show about how he will sometimes miss wide open underneath players because he, his eyes are too focused downfield. Even on play pass, we make. Well, yeah, you got a guy open underneath, though. That's even easier. You hit that. He, uh, so that the part of his game is going to have to develop. Otherwise, number one, you won't make it to the NFL, or maybe it's a backup if you, if you get in at all. And secondly, I mean, dude, you're going to lose his games like that. So that underneath play has got to develop. And those quick reads have got to develop. A lot of those sacks are on him. Uh, you know, 35 total, which is, goodness gracious, atrocious. But I can count a good 10 that are Miro holding the ball too long or walking into sacks. And and some of that is on him. Some of that is on him. He's holding the ball too long. I think Josh told us that about uh, last week, and he kind of shared a pro football focus, uh, PFF analytical model, uh, or just the time that they were able to do as far as he holds the football longer than I think he was the least in the SEC. So some of that's on him. But this offensive line was supposed to be a strength, right? Uh, let's go back. Doug Marone, a couple of years ago, we threw him under the bus. One year he was done. Now he's in the Saints organization. Eric Wofford was going to be able to come in and change this offensive line. And so far, almost two years in, I've not been very pleased with his offensive line group. I mean, think about all the pre-snap penalties. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that has nothing to do Some with that's coaching. Some of that's focus. Some of that is just yeah. attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if we're going to get back into this playoff uh, committee and this playoff, again, some, we're going to have to – this is the game to do it. Prime time, you've you got to make a statement here. Otherwise, it, if it turns to a beauty contest between Alabama and Texas, I think the, what's likely to keep us out is a one-loss Alabama versus one-loss college – I mean, uh, conference champion Texas team, and, and uh, they'll get the nod if our wins just are not impressive. 
So you just said, we, repeat we what you said. Up. You said if if our wins are not impressive, now's the time to start building that resume. It was two, three weeks exactly. ago, but you need to beat somebody. If you're well, Alabama, <laughs> beat somebody, like whip somebody. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have a Spanish playoff right now, so now we need a beauty. Uh, it's still a beauty contest. But this team needs to start looking beautiful. Not just us, <laughs> which would be nice too, but to that committee. All right, man. Thanks, Robert. We appreciate that. We've got an AC in Bangladesh coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll take your phone calls, 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. We'll talk to Rodney Orr coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll take more of your phone calls next. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Our equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction. Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Where have you been? I'm here, man. I'm I'm alive calling different radio stations, but how you feeling, man? How's everything with you? How's life? How's oh, we're family? good. We're good, man. We're hopefully. Uh, I mean, our team has got a chance. They've got a chance. You're a big Alabama fan, uh-huh. right? Sure, if you put it this way, absolutely sure. If you put it that way, but uh, it just educated me about something that I didn't know. I didn't know. And I, again, I'm not following. I'm just watching one college football a day, bro. I I got no time for all this. But you you just mentioned something very interesting. LSU doesn't have better. They have horrible defense, but they have better offense. Am I correct? Did not you say that? I I don't follow anything what you said. You might as well be speaking in Bangladesh. Paulie, I should. No, no, your guest said LSU has bad defense, but they have better offense. However, he did say 
Alabama has slightly better defense and they have their offense. Did I get this correctly? Yeah, you just you were talking so fast. I guess I didn't understand it. My apologies. Oh, my, my you got to slow bad. it I, I, down I, for me because I'm a little on the slow side here. I, I, I try. I try so hard, but it's not possible, okay? And I want to give you a quick one, two, goodbye. Two minutes to last. I don't want to waste too much time. So you want a prediction. You know what? I'm going to go with the Alabama Crimson Tide in a high-scoring game. Give me 41-34. I, it, it has to be a high-scoring game based on what your guest speaker said. Who do you want, Alabama 41-34? Yes, sir. I want the Crimson Tide to win 41-34. I want them to win. Now, you know, let's not get too caught up with Kentucky. I think they're going to handle Kentucky and whatever their next cupcake game is after that. And then again, playing the Auburn Tigers, the losers, you got to get rid of them. And then the SEC Championship game. And then we're going to see what you guys do against Georgia. Matter of fact, I'm going to be waiting for this since last year. All the excuses from Tide fans. Let me see what you can do against your new boy toy, Georgia Bulldogs. Give me Daniels' passing numbers, our tiebreaker, yardage uh, for Jaden Daniels. Good grief. You asked me a tough question. I don't do statistics, but, uh, God, I just think, how about he tosses five touchdowns and two interceptions? I think what's going to clinch the Alabama Crimson Tide to win this game is when Jaden Daniels, whatever his name is. Can you give me the yardage up. yardage in that game? What do you think? What's the, I, I, got, I got nothing, bro. Hey, you know a lot of my All right, I'll put, you, I'll put you down to zero. There you go. All right, thanks. Have Please. a good day. ACU. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's, uh, whew, wow. <clears throat> I'm trying to be nice. I'm batting on my tongue, but I'm, I'm trying to be nice. All right, so, but to, to piggyback on what he said, the question that I was in uh, earlier uh, that was asked on another radio show said, when you look at the defense and you look at this offense, if Alabama forced LSU to play their style of game or if LSU forced Alabama to play that style of game, which one would you favor? And the, the, the show came up and I said, well, listen, if, if LSU scores in the 40s, then that's Alabama's going to have to score in the 40s. I'm not convinced that they can score in the 40s. What makes that LSU offense so explosive? We'll take your phone calls. Dreamland Score Prediction Day. Our next guest joins us in about 35 minutes. We'll talk to Rodney over TiderInsider.com. And then at 4.30, we'll go down to the state of Louisiana, and we'll talk to David Schultz. Uh, we'll talk with him, and we'll get a perspective there. And we'll do a – that is our Town Square affiliate down in that state. Uh, so we'll go down and we'll do a little uh, – He'll, we'll join his show. He'll join our show, and uh, we'll do a little fun there with uh, what they do in the afternoon. So we'll ask him some questions. He'll ask us some questions. We'll do that at 4.30. Rodney, we're coming up in about 30 minutes. We'll take more of your phone calls. Score prediction day. Nick Saban talks at 4.30. Excuse me, at, at 5.30, and I'm wrong about that too. Somewhere, it's a tentative 5.50. Nick Saban talks post-practice. We'll carry it live here on the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Hey, Jen, I just stopped in to say hello. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky. The high today, 55. Tonight, another freeze warning. The sky clear, the low 31. For tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow, 62. The high Friday, 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. Six MLB teams have never won a World Series, but the Texas Rangers have a chance to make that five as they are one win away from their first World Series title. Game five against the Diamondbacks begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Zach Gallen will be on the mound for Arizona, who will try to force a game six, and Nathan Eovaldi gets the start for Texas. In the NFL, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is practicing today, but head coach Kevin Stefanski said he he isn't making any game day decisions today. The NFL Network reports that quarterback Josh Allen is working through a shoulder injury that he picked up last week against the Bucks, making him a limited participant in today's practice. Raiders continue to make some changes. They have also fired offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi and Raiders rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell will start in week nine against the Giants, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. Seventeen hours picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers, and I'm hoping for rally. I can see my baby tonight. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey, mama, rock me. All right, we welcome you right back into the game. One hour in, three hours to go. We are the 
flagship station of Alabama Crimson Tide football. Remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. Get us to us multiple different ways. All the listening devices simply enable the Tide 100.9 skill, and you can be able to dial in with everything that we're able to do. We also will have the game on Saturday. We talk about game day all day. Uh, when we talk about the coverage of the Alabama LSU game, and it will literally be all day, uh, the evening game, 645 CBS, but we'll have the call right here with Eli Gold, Tyler Watts, and Christian Miller on the sidelines. And we are taking your score predictions today. This will be the final day that we'll take those. A nice price package that we're going to take to another level uh, when we always amp it up for these bigger games. So today we're doing a Dreamland score prediction day. We're also doing a Pat's Florist dozen red roses. We call that doghouse prevention. Uh, keep you out of the doghouse. Eight weeks into football season. If you didn't complete the honeydew list last week for the bye week, uh, now it's time to get that doghouse prevention. You can go to Pat's Florist Gourmet Baskets. We'll put a Mark Smart gift card in there as well. And we'll do Daniel Moore, and then we'll do a print. And uh, why don't we double our Dreamland score prediction? Why don't we, why don't we do uh, where we take the Dreamland gift card and we'll give you double instead of the normal value. So we'll double the Dreamland value and uh, we'll have some fun here with Alabama and LSU. We'll take your predictions. We'll talk to Rodney Orr coming up in 30 minutes. Then we'll go down to Louisiana and we'll talk to Dave Schultz and uh, we'll get his perspective from the state of Louisiana, one of our Town Square affiliates there is a partnership. That's who we're owned by. So we'll do that at 430. And uh, you have to win a weekly prize package to get qualified for the grand prize package. So to be able to qualify for the grand prize package, and once again, we've got another grand prize package that's awesome. Rectech Grill, which we've been partnered with those guys for, I guess, five or six years that uh, we've been giving away a cooler and a Rectech Grill like Ellis up in Manchester, Tennessee, picked up the grill last year. And he also won the other prize packages, but Rectech's been a sponsor of ours. Rocky head-to-toe, Rocky head-to-toe. When you look at everything, right, from the boots to the pants to the shirt to the jacket to the, um, you know, a boggin or a hat, a toboggan or a hat, you can find it at rockyboots.com. Greatly appreciate them. They've been a sponsor for a long, long time. Uh, we greatly appreciate them, and and uh, we will also add other items. We always give a Mark's Mark gift package away, and uh, we put some Dreamline gift cards in there. We make it right for you. So nice little value, but you got to get qualified. We do that two different times a week. We do our score prediction day today, and then we'll also do our parlay picks presented by Brian Harden Construction. I was just checking just a couple of minutes ago without looking, Mason, how much do you think tickets are going for this? Because I'm a little bit shocked that this ticket is not higher than what it is. Right now, this LSU-Alabama ticket, what do you think, without looking, what do you think this ticket value is? Remember now, face value is somewhere between 95 and 105, I think, is the range there. So it's a pretty expensive face value ticket. So add that to the premium side. What do you think this ticket's going for average right now? I think, let's say... I think you can get into this game for say $185 for a ticket. Oh no, it's less than that. Oh, okay. Less okay. than that. 134 is get you in. Now that's hmm. not great seats, but I don't think it's that's a bad good value though. 134, let's say you want to set um in the upper deck in between the 40s. 182 201. I'm actually a little bit shocked. Now if you want to go down to the lower level, that's where you're going to pay the premium. You you're going to pay between 250 in the end zone, 356 in the 50-yard line. You're going to pay 458 
uh, for the best seats in the house, right? So if you want to go there, if you want to sit in like the north end zone or the south end zone, don't see too many of those available. Uh, here's one for six forty one. Wow, uh, that is some pricey, pricey seats. But upper deck still gets you in the door and uh, gets you into the environment. Let's start here with Joel Clyde because a lot of people are crowning LSU as a possible sleeper team. Uh, this is what Joel Klatt said about LSU's chance to come to Tuscaloosa and maybe be the first two-loss team in the college football playoffs. And then the next one, this one might be a little bit more out there because we've never seen a two-loss team in the playoff. However, if we're going to see it, it would be a team that would knock off the back-to-back -back defending national champion. My next sleeper is LSU. We've got to pay attention to LSU. This team has a path. I, I know, even with two losses, and I know they didn't look great early. But if Florida State remains undefeated, and you can say, like, that game was all the way in the beginning of the year, like, that doesn't look quite as bad if Florida State is as good as we think that they could be, and if they remain undefeated and win the ACC. Then that would mean that LSU would go to Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. This week, it would also mean that they would get a win against presumably Georgia in the SEC championship game. And Georgia hasn't even lost since the 2021 SEC championship game. So now all of a sudden, you're going to get huge momentum from L uh, for LSU. You might need a couple of other things to go your way at that point. You, 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 you might want Washington to remain undefeated in, in this scenario. You might need a little chaos in the Big 12 which, by the way, there's five teams tied at 4-1 and one right now in the Big 12. I'm just telling you right now, if there's going to be a two-loss team in the playoff, it's going to be out of the SEC because they're going to need that huge resume builder of beating the back-to-back -back defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. So LSU still has a path in this thing. And if you look at their schedule, they've got Bama, they've got Florida, Georgia State, and a toughie, that tough November the, that tough November in the SEC, it always gets to me, and Texas A&M. So they basically have three games. One, really, it's this week. If they can beat Alabama and then somehow beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, I'm not saying that this is likely. I'm just saying that it's a path. And if you're looking for two teams that aren't in the top 10 currently that could potentially go to the college football playoff, it's those teams. So when we look at it... Uh... We look at Ole Miss, and, and we just forget about Ole Miss. Ole Miss is in the second place right now. So 4-1 and one at Ole Miss with an advantage over LSU because they've got the head-to-head -head battle, that means Ole Miss would have to lose you know dose. So not just tied in the conference. Now, you could look ahead and you say, okay, Ole Miss is going to play Texas A&M. And remember now, it's something we haven't talked about, but Lane Kiffin likes to prove points just like he did against Auburn, and just like, remember Jimbo Fisher? Has, Jimbo Fisher has a lot of problems with a lot of different people, and one of those is Lane Kiffin. Look at that game. I don't think Ole Miss is going to have any trouble Texas A&M because I don't think LSU's off, excuse me, Texas A&M's offense can keep up with, with Ole Miss. So to me, that's a win. At Georgia, that's an intriguing game. I think they lose that, but remember, LSU's got to come here beat Alabama, but they're going to have to have the advantage. It cannot be tied because Ole Miss would have the advantage. And then when you look ahead, so Ole Miss, if you want to count the Georgia as an L, then you got to find another L, and you got to find it in the SEC. 
Mississippi State? No. Mississippi State's not beating Ole Miss. Texas A&M? So you really, you've got three chances. So if you're LSU, you're, you're kind of behind the eight ball. Yeah, you could pull for, for some of the, There is a path, and that's, I guess that's what he was trying to say. But you'd have to come here. And, and what if they came here and did, did a whooping on Alabama? I guess you could make that comment. Uh, we're going to Rodney Orr coming up in about 15 minutes right now. It's Greg. Greg, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Greg. How's, uh, hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Hey, um, yeah, so I'm an LSU fan, just to be upfront. Um, but, uh, you know, full sick of mode this week. Uh, obviously really invested in this game. From the LSU side is, you know, how important it's been for us over the past 15 years in terms of how our season turns out. Sure. Um, but uh, with that said, um, I think in my opinion, I think the LSU offense is just too good. It's just too elite. Uh to make up the difference um, with the, I guess, with the Bama offense. I think, I think to me, if this is an offensive game, LSU is going to turn it into a track meet. And I think LSU is going to put up 38 well, points. If, if, I think if that's the case, good. Greg, I think that favors LSU. Yeah. I mean, if it's a track meet, but if it's a track meet, that tells me that your defense didn't show up, which has been the case all season. I, I'm not even concerned about the defense, to be honest. I, I, I think the LSU offense, is so good that at the end of the day, it's not going to be the deciding factor. Um, and I actually want to get your opinion on the Texas game as well, because that's kind of my barometer uh, for how the LSU offense is going to perform. And I'm kind of interested to see what you think Alabama has done to improve or change since the Texas game. Um, because I think when yours is, you know, it's definitely not Jaden. Uh, I think Jaden is a good bit better. Um, and yours is a, a pure pocket passer. Um, and I think the difference in the game on offense is going to be Jaden's legs on those third and, you know, medium, medium downs. He killed Alabama last um, year. I and, mean, and exactly. That was the difference last year. It was. I mean, um, his, his 11 carries, you take away that Alabama wins a game. There, there is no, uh, you know, free football. Uh, there is no overtime. It, it is straight LSU, excuse me, Alabama, uh, because, he didn't throw for a ton against Alabama last year. I think it was around 175. It was the it was the rushing that killed Alabama. Which listen, since Nick Saban has been in Tuscaloosa, mobile quarterbacks they are they are Alabama's kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, and and fun fact: when Saban uh, holds LSU under 17 points, it's 10 and 0. When they score more than 17, 0 and 2. So, and I, I think LSU obviously has the offense to eclipse 17 and i don't think the 2015 16 or 17 alabama defense is walking to the door um and i just don't think you have the secondary to lock down malik and btj or brian thomas jr and mason taylor while also committing guys to the box and slowing down logan Diggs, and also preventing uh Jaden from running um i just i just don't see lsu being held under 38 points given the the offensive power we're bringing to the game. And Jaden's a fifth-year senior. Malik is a junior. Brian Thomas, Brian Thomas Jr. is a junior. Uh, the offensive line is the best offensive line LSU has had since 2003, probably. Um, I, I just don't think Alabama defense is good enough to stop us enough for your offense to score enough to, to eclipse you know, whatever we score, which I think is going to be somewhere between 38 and 42. For LSU, and I think Alabama's going to score around 35 points. So you're not concerned about LSU's weak defense? Because you, I mean, that defense is 
is pretty weak uh, when you talk about yards. No, per honestly, play. honestly, but you have no concerns about that whatsoever. No, I, I just I think our offense is good enough to to overcome. All right, so let me our, I'm gonna let defenses. me just paint another one. Okay, if you're not concerned about, it, let me let me just kind of make you concerned about it. What if Alabama takes advantage of that and they keep Jaden Daniels on the sidelines and they keep these long possessions? And that's the other thing. I don't think your run game is as good as it's been in the past. Um, and I, to me, that's the thing that kind of puts me over the edge and where I think Jaden is going to – I think we're going to force enough punts. I think I think I, really all it requires is getting four, four punts from Alabama, and I think that's what gives our offense enough possessions to win the game. So I, you're, I, I just – I don't think your run game is good enough to keep your offense on the field for enough for enough downs. Okay. Will you be headed? But, are you coming I mean, to the game? This is all, sorry, say it again. Are you coming to the game? Or are you, are you? No, unfortunately not. I wish I could. Okay. I, uh, I don't live within driving distance of Tuscaloosa. I got so, you. I, got uh, I, you. Would, I would be there if I was. So you're just keeping an eye on us. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I told you I'm in full sicko mode. So uh, I, I only the only game I listen to opposing radio for is the Alabama game. Okay. Well, we uh, we're glad that yeah we're, we're glad that you're listening. So if you if you mind, give, give us a state you're calling us from. Uh, Colorado. Oh, okay. Wow, it's cold out there. I assume so. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a nice cold front come through. Had about eight inches of snow in uh, in Denver. Um, but it'll be nice and warm this weekend so for you. the game. So it'll be perfect you. weather. I got you. I got you. Are you a Dion fan? Uh, I would. I mean. I guess I'm, he's like before me, you know, I'm, I'm in my early thirties. Okay. Uh, I got you. So, but like, I mean, I respect what he's doing. Um, you know, Colorado was an awful team last year and kind of the vibe in Denver was super down. You know, I, I work with uh, Colorado alums um, and they're like super excited. And, you know, there's finally energy back into the program, which is, you know, historically a fairly good program. Um, they, got, they have some history. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's not, you know, Alabama or LSU or whatever, you know, a team from the SEC. But, um, you know, they're, they're a passionate fan base. And um, it's good to see Dion bringing some life back into back into Denver and Boulder. And the games are uh, – I actually tried to, I tried to go to a game. And the tickets were like two to $300, which was you know, more than the LSU-Alabama game, which is insane. Uh, so um, – but yeah, it's good it's good to have some good vibes back in Denver for the for the buffs. I got you. I got you. Well, uh, thank you for uh, sharing your opinion. Uh, we hope that you're wrong, but uh, we enjoyed yeah, and, uh, different different opinions. So thank you. Yeah, I, and I I want to preface that by saying I'm not like overly confident. I'm not guaranteeing a win by LSU. I just think based on the numbers that I've looked at for the LSU offense, that I think they have a good chance of putting up around 40 points. So, and I don't think Bama's good enough. Or I don't think Alabama has the opportunity to score more than 40. Or has the ability to. So. No, and in SEC games, you're you're right. Uh, up until this point, Alabama has showed you they're going to be able to score in the twenties. Um, but they've also, and and this is where you and I differ a little bit. They've also not played a defense that as as bad as LSU. Yes, correct. And I, I was listening earlier. You were talking about how Alabama starts slow. They do, um, and to me, and, that's and like it, very alarming. If you're going up against LSU, absolutely, uh, yes. I mean, if they come out and and they play the way they did a couple of weeks ago against Tennessee, they may not they may not be able to run them down. Using a little I, track I, honest, know, terminology, they may not be able to run yes. these guys down. So, 
LSU is not going to let you back in the game. Uh, at least I, I don't. I mean, I guess that's a little bit presumptive. I, I just don't think if you get down Jalen Milrose, not it simplifies the defense. Like for LSU, you say go get the quarterback, and we're going to just going to try to cover as best we can. There you go. Hey, Greg, uh, thanks for calling yeah. in, and I hope you'll be a part of our show, man. We we need an LSU uh, representative. We 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 have a lot of other fans. We have a few. Uh, you know, Auburn people from time to time, we, we've moved on since they, they have so many losing seasons. They uh, don't really want to <laughs> chatter with us, but uh, we need an LSU guy. We got Will in Gulfport that calls us from time to time. We haven't heard from him in a long time, but, uh, hey, we love this LSU-Alabama rivalry, and uh, thanks for being a part of our show. Hope you, hope you, hope you hey, have a great day. Well, one more thing. The yes, uh, only thing you can guarantee in this game is LSU is, the, is a 60-point over. Wow, that, I did not realize. For some reason, I, I thought that line was a little bit more. Sixty, so yeah, it's only sixty or sixty and a half. Uh, last time I checked. Uh, so in so other words, I Vegas. Yeah, but think about Vegas, man. Vegas doesn't miss so much, so maybe the game that you and I are expecting doesn't happen. Mm, uh, I sure. I just. I mean, obviously anything's possible, but I just. I like I said, out of twenty sixteen Alabama defense, I ain't walking through the door. Uh, so, and to, and to me, just to go back to what underpins everything for me, it's the Texas game. Quinn Ewers is not the quality of Jaden, and they put up 34 points that I don't think, I don't recall that. I don't think any of it was like defensive scores for Texas. Uh, so I, to me, that's, that's the signal when Alabama plays a, like a relatively good offense that they're, they give up points. So, so you are confident, you are confident, uh, Right. I mean, I've been as confident as we can be. We're playing in Bryant Denny, and we're playing against Nick Saban. Uh, I've been and, and, cautious and, and, enough time. And my question is this: w- w- Will you be honest with us? How confident were yeah. you before you went to Ole Miss? Were you were you the same type of feeling? Because I mean, I'm I'll be honest with you. I'm always confident when Alabama plays. I mean, we could take on Jesus and, and the twelve disciples, and I would be. Uh, uh, I mean, it. You know, I'd take the tide. No, you should be a hundred. Like that's that's based on experience because of how good Alabama has been since Nick Saban showed up in 2007. Like that's, um, and honestly, I've become more confident since the old miss game because of how good our offensive offenses and how much, how many points we can score. The defensive performance against old miss was the worst defensive performance in the program history, um, which is 130 years. So it was a large sample size. Um, so I didn't, I don't expect that performance to happen again, um, just based on law of averages. Uh, so I, I, I think our defense, I think our defense is going to give up points. Again, I think Alabama's going to score 30, 35 points, 35 to 38, somewhere in that range. But I just think LSU is going to score around 40. Well, as coach Stallings always said, if LSU, uh, you know, if they come in and just dominate this defense, uh, I'll be shocked because uh, I think this defense will travel uh, anywhere, any place, including at home. I think the crowd's going to be electric. It's a revenge game. Uh, we'll see. But Greg, now listen. Now make sure you call us back next week too, because uh, hey. you know we we also, yeah. we'll have a play to crow for you. And if LSU uh, beats Alabama, we'll gobble it up too, man. Thanks. I hope you have a great day, man. Thanks. Yeah, same. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Greg in Colorado will continue. We gave him a couple of extra minutes there to kind of explain. We don't get too many LSU perspectives, but he's very confident. Says defense really doesn't matter.
Ooh, man, I disagree. Rodney Orr, TiderInsider.com. We'll talk to Rodney coming up in about eight minutes. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A family clinic in Northport is joining West Alabama's best-known group of health care providers, which will expand the range of services they can offer at their office on Mittlary Road. Northport's Allegra Family Clinic will be joining Tuscaloosa's Crimson Care Network. And get ready for the showdown between Alabama and LSU. We got your full hour-by-hour weather and temperature guide for game day at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And tap our free app to get the details on how Northport has canceled the second-ever Veterans Day program. Parade over low participation. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the townsend nissan traffic center no active wrecks but traffic is unusually heavy today on mcfarland westbound it's slow and heavy from rice mine over to 69 congestion on 69 down at skyland if you see other conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about of course give me a call 205-886-8886 it's a brand new month. That means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama. Built for championships. Throws intercepted, Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on LSU at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our coverage begins at 3.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, alabamacu.com, Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama, Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers, 
containers. They customize to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Join.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or shop in over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Right now we're going to Rodney Orr, TiderInsider.com. TiderInsider.com, the editor, the founder of the incredible website, TITV, WVUA, each Tuesday, 6.30 and 10.30 on the replay, TiderInsider.com. Rodney, I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Ryan, I am doing really, really well. How are you? Oh, it's good. Good, good. We're just, uh, you know, trying to amp up this LSU-Alabama game, and uh, we've been kind of forecasting not scores, but just what type of style do people see? Uh, I'll ask you that question. When you look at this game, what do you what do you see? Well, you know, look, I, I, I'm one that believes you're not going to slow down LSU completely. Uh, I know that there's some people that think that uh, it's possible to play keep away from them, and 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 maybe to some extent that is true. You can limit the scoring in that way, or help limit the scoring uh, in that way. Uh, you know, but I think it's going to take some points for Alabama to win this game. So hopefully, maybe if I look at it, I would say it's not a track meet like 2019 was. Uh, but there are going to be some points scored, and I think Alabama's offense has got to be up to the challenge. Well, to counter that, when you look at the points being scored from an Alabama perspective, uh, they're going up against one of the weakest defenses uh-huh. they will probably have played up into this point. A, a defense that, you know, I, I still use this phrase, Pete Jenkins was brought in at the midpoint of the season to clean up some of the deficiencies on defense. It, it is really, really bad fundamentally, scheme-wise, this LSU defense is bad. Now, they've heard how bad they are, so maybe they'll come to play uh, come in the bye week, uh, you know, and that could be, I guess, a part of it. But uh, if you can't have success against these guys, you probably won't have success. Yeah, they're uh, and they're beat up, too. I think yeah. I think they're going to be missing. I, I know I've had a couple of people from Louisiana calling me and keeping me abreast of what's going on down there, what they're hearing, and it sounds like a lot of the secondary is beat up. Uh, they're, of course, they're lo- they lost Makai Wingo, I think, their defensive lineman for the year, it sounds like, or at least for a while. Uh, so, But they've got a lot of talented players now. They, they've recruited extremely well. Um, Brian Kelly sounds confident in the ones that they have that are going to be playing. So, uh, But it's going to be a real challenge. Uh, you know, because I, But I do think this, uh, and I said this last night on TITV, Ryan, um, you know, sometimes you come in these games like this and you have a star picked out. And I think it's pretty clear. Well, 2015, 
the star was who? Leonard Fournette, right? I mean, he, he was. was he was he was headed to the Heisman, uh, and Derrick Henry stole the show that night. Of course, the Alabama defense really stole the show too, uh, with the way they shut him down with what thirty-one yards rushing, I think it was. And uh, this year, now it's Jaden Daniels. It's these wide receivers that they have at LSU, Brian Thomas, and and also Malik Neighbors and. Uh, the offense that they have, the points that they score. And, you know, maybe this is Alabama off, but maybe Alabama's offense is the one that kind of steals the show in this one. Maybe they have a really big game and, uh, you know, they pull Alabama through. Because I think potentially this offense, is, it looks like at times it's gotten better, it's getting better. Uh, they've just been inconsistent. And I think if they're consistent, um, they play consistently, I, I think they could have a really big night. I think Jalen Milrow could have a have a really big night. When you look at this LSU-Alabama game, um, there's a lot of games that stick out in my mind from a historical standpoint. Um, you know, Nick Saban was asked about how important this LSU uh, robbery has been and, and was asked the question, and Brian Kelly was also asked that same question as well, of how important would you go to protect this? If you go to a 7-1 model, would LSU be one of those that would protect? Brian Kelly said that they've already advocated through the SEC that they want to play Alabama, that this is one of those that they want to play. Nick Saban was not as committed to saying, hey, we need to play LSU every single year. He said that we've got multiple rivalries. Uh, but from a recruiting standpoint, Rodney, this LSU rivalry, I mean, we've made a living down in that state from recruiting. I mean, we've recruited some big-time players from that state. Uh, talk about that from a recruiting standpoint of how big that state has been uh, for Alabama in this dynasty. Yeah, have gutted them down there at times. We have, you yeah. know, just just gutted them. Went in there one year and you know uh, took about six of their top guys. Uh, wow. You know, yeah, yeah. I remember doing a story, uh, you know, that Alabama had gutted the state of Louisiana. It was pretty amazing. You know, Alabama used to make the used to get some really good players down there. Coach Bryant in his heyday, they used to get a bunch of good players from from Louisiana. Uh, you know, Tommy Wilcox being one of them, uh, and several others that they got through the years. And uh, then all of a sudden, after Coach Bryant, it, it shut down. Alabama couldn't get a player. I'm, I'm talking about a player that LSU wanted. They could not get players down there, and they were shut out. And, uh, you know, Nick Saban reopened that pipeline down there, and he's gotten some great players. I mean, you know, I, I don't have a list in front of me, but when you go into that state and you get Devontae Smith and Dylan Moses and Cam Robinson and Eddie Lacy, although now, in fairness, the LSU did not recruit Eddie Lacy hard. Uh, it was really Alabama-Tennessee. But, um, you know, Alabama's gotten some incredibly great players from from that state i mean obviously um uh, landon collins would be another one the memorable you remember his announcement ryan on espn oh, when his mother wow. yeah yeah so there's been a lot of great uh recruiting battles down there that alabama's come away with but um you know i had someone i talked to today from louisiana actually and he said you know what this is this is the game lsu people live for it's no other game it's this game it's it's you know, it's this is the big game, and he said it's it's um, to them it's everything. And uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I know it's a rival. I've known it's a rival. I've been following it since I think the first time I watched Alabama LSU was maybe 1971 game. Uh, 
so, uh, and then following it even longer than that, I remember the 69 game. So I've been following a long time. I know it's an incredibly great rivalry. And, you know, Ryan, just throwing this in there, because a lot of people may not know this. You may have some listeners that I think most of your listeners know this, but maybe some don't. Did you know that LSU had, did not beat Alabama in Baton Rouge from 69 to, to, to the year 2000? That's a pretty incredible stat. Re- re- repeat what you just said, Roddy, because I don't think a lot of people do realize what you just said. Well, you know, LSU had not beaten Alabama in Baton Rouge from 69, 1969 to the year 2000. Wow. There was a tie. There was a tie in there in 1985, 14-14 there in Baton Rouge. It's Ray Perkins, uh, you know, his third team. So they, they tied down there. But other than that, I mean, it was, you know, LSU had a lot of hard times there in Baton Rouge. And, um, you know, of course, the first one who did it was, guess who? Nick Saban. <laughs> Uh, and that was a back and forth game. Alabama almost won that one. I think that was Saban's first year in Baton Rouge. So, uh, but it's a great rivalry. You know, I, I've been on a few other shows today, Ryan. We talked about some of the great moments in this this rivalry, and you know, some of the great games. And you know, I guess we'll never forget, even though Alabama lost that 2011 game. What an incredible game! What an incredible array of talent that was on the field. I think there were. 44 players between the two teams and it's somewhere like that 42 that ended up playing in the nfl you know that were on those rosters it was an incredible game it was a defensive game you you remember nine to six overtime and then alabama got the rematch but i remember after the game i'll never forget uh marquise mays was the one who stands out to me the most and but all the players alabama players were so dejected after the game um and in the post-game interviews, and they all said to a man, you know what, we didn't play our best. And that was really what disappointed them. And they really wanted that rematch. That was a tr- tremendous year and how that rematch came about. But anyway, that's not what you called about. There's a lot of great uh, memories from this rivalry. And, yes, I agree with you, Ryan, and whoever else, that, uh, you know, you'd like to see this rivalry played every year, continue sure. to be played every year. But you also know if it's 7-1, I mean, Auburn's probably the one, right? So, um, you know, we'll see. Well, and, and you mentioned what LSU fans, how they celebrate a win over Alabama. Uh, Mike Dettelier, which is a, a frequent guest every Tuesday with us, he told us from an LSU perspective when Alabama, when LSU beat Alabama in Bryant Diddy Stadium in 2019, 46-41, he said there was people happier about that game than beating Clemson in the national championship game. And I went, really? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. He said, yeah. no, coming to Tuscaloosa and beating Alabama there was something that they even celebrated probably more. So uh, uh, I guess that pretty Well, good. you saw uh, Orgeron's reaction at midfield. I did. After yeah. the game. After wow. the game, you heard it. I you, forgot you about heard that it. until you just said it right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was pretty, uh, you know, it was pretty animated. I mean, and you remember uh, – wasn't it after the Clemson game when they said who were the best uh, two or three teams that you played this year? And he said Alabama, Alabama, and <laughs> Alabama. So, um, you know, it says, says a lot. It is. Um, let me ask you, and I was on another show down in Louisiana earlier today, and a guy talked about the offensive line, and I said, I don't have an answer for you. He goes, what has happened up there? I said, I don't know. 
I, I really, I, I cannot describe it because you study talent as well as anybody. The talent's there. But why has this offensive line not performed? We thought it was going to be a strength. Rodney, it's more of a weakness than it is a strength. Yeah, uh, but I think this after, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we're going to find out just because you, you've seen some hints of the offensive line coming around, I think. Just been some inconsistencies here and there. I think they've they've really kind of tried to find the best parts. You know, I think, you know, the, the, there's been some experimentation. And, you know, there's been some trying to development on this offensive line. I mean, left tackle with your true freshman, Caden Proctor, and he's probably played overweight. A lot of people think he probably should be an offensive guard until, you know, maybe he'll start out like Evan Neal did, but it's not happening. I mean, he's, he's a left tackle, so it is what it is. Elijah Pritchett, of course, they've alternated some in there. And then, but, you know, you, you, you tinkered around at right guard. You started with Dow Court. He had the injury. It looked like you probably would have maybe gone to T.J. Ferguson. And then all of a sudden in the Texas A&M game, out of nowhere, comes Jaden Roberts. And he's just been a monster. I mean, you know, he's a guy that's really coming together. And, and, and McLaughlin's had some trouble inside at center, snapping the ball. I know he had had a hand injury at one time. I don't know if it's all of that or not. It may not be. Just maybe he's, he's, he's had maybe not his best uh, streak of games. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's just been some inconsistencies here and there. And I'm not sure that they won't be better, you know, as we start to move into this LSU game and down the stretch of the season. I mean, I hope they are. Because, I mean, when you have an offensive line, we've seen it in different years. I mean, we could name several in the saving years, but 2012. I mean, what an offensive line that was. You know, they had some early struggles with that, that offensive line. But by the end of the year, when they played Georgia in that SEC championship game, that offensive line just took the game over. I remember DJ Fluker. Sure. They just took, took the game over and dominated that latter part of that game. Um, and then, of course, 2020. But... Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, Ryan, it's, it, that's, that's going to be, you make some good points there with that offensive line. I mean, I, I think it's going to be an area that we need to watch and, you know, in this game, I think it's going to be a real key because even though I do think LSU is a little vulnerable defensively with some of the guys they have out, they're really talented across the front. They have some great, they have some really good players on, on that defensive front. Uh, and, and I know this, uh, there's probably not a more disruptive linebacker in the country uh, than number four for them. Uh, he's he's really really good, and uh, for whatever reason, I can't tell you why, Ryan. But, but his name escapes me right now. You know who Perkins. I'm talking about? Yeah, Harold Perkins. Yeah, and uh, just just he's a disruptive player, man. He is. I remember him in high school. I thought he was the most disruptive player in that class, the whole class nationally, when he came out. He was a great running back too, by the way. But um, so I, I think he's he's, a, he's he's he may be one of the best defensive players Alabama faces all year. Rodney, I'm very curious. What was your prediction uh, last night? Uh, I know it's archived there, TiterInsider.com. But what was your prediction on this LSU Alabama game? Uh, I picked it 34-30 Alabama. And, okay, uh, you, you I, and I are so close. Because I think it's going to be low 30s. I don't think that – if this game gets in the 40s, I don't think it favors Alabama. I, I don't. No. I, I mean, I just don't think Alabama can score that many points. Uh, and really, you yeah. don't want them to. You want these to be slow drives. 
You, mm -hmm. you want them just to be time-consuming drives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's true. I think you would, um, and that would be good, and that would probably be a sign that your offensive line is really doing Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so that's those are good things. Uh, your running game. Uh, which I think is going to be real important down the stretch uh, because I think the running game always is going to develop a great mindset for your team. So I think that's probably important. Um, and I do think Alabama's capable of hitting some big plays on this team, on this secondary. Uh, so uh, I picked it 34-30. I just feel like that Alabama needs, uh, you know, I felt like if you can hold LSU to 30 points, that's pretty pretty good. You know, I mean, now there's some people that say, well, they've racked up some points against some bad defenses, but they've, they're, they're pretty good offensively. I mean, I would say that they're probably going to score at least 30. Rodney, we're TitlerInsider.com, TITV, WVUH, Tuesday, 6.30, 10.30 on the replay. It's archived there, TitlerInsider.com. Hey, Rodney, always appreciate the time, man. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Okay, Ryan, appreciate it. Take Thank care. you. Rodney Orr, TitlerInsider.com. We are very, very close on our prediction. We'll continue with more of your scores. We'll take those. We do have two lines available if you want to jump in. Now's the time to jump in at 205-342-9904. David Schultz coming up. We'll talk with him at 430 down in Louisiana, but we'll take your calls coming up for the next 40 minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the townsend nissan traffic center no active wrecks but traffic is unusually heavy today on mcfarland westbound it's slow and heavy from rice mine over to 69 congestion on 69 down at skyland if you see other conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about of course give me a call 205-886-8886 it's a brand new month. That means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from 12 to 2 for Fridays at the Free. Come see Lars Anderson and Matt Coulter for Big Noon Sports live at Innisfree Irish Pub, Tuscaloosa's best bar for 25 years and counting. Innisfree's Irish Pub has delicious pub food with an Irish flair. Come have the Innisfree Lucky Lunch, a delicious meat and three, while Lars and Matt get you ready for the Bama game this weekend. Fridays at the Free, every Friday during football season with Tide 100.9 and Innisfree Irish Pub, located at 1925. 
1025 University Boulevard, downtown Tuscaloosa. This Alabama football season, join Kerry Clark, Mark McGriff, and Matt Coulter for the most comprehensive postgame coverage of the Crimson Tide. The Tide Postgame Show, live from Walk-On Sports Bistro. Walk-Ons, 675 Skyland Boulevard, Tuscaloosa. Scratch-made dishes, wall-to-wall TVs, burgers, bone and wings, salads, and gumbo. The Tide 100.9 and 95.3 The Bear Tide Postgame Show will be live after every Bama football game. Catch Coach Saban's postgame press conference and the Walk-Ons keys to the game. Plus, we'll take your phone calls live. Walk-On Sports Bistro for the win. 675 Skyland Boulevard, Tuscaloosa. And online at walkons.com. Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather celebrating a birthday or special occasion it's pat's florist 205-345-5093 anniversary birthday get well love romance make someone smile today Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. If you find yourself in a wreck, keep three things in mind. First, call the police. Second, take pictures of the scene. Third, call me. I'm attorney Stephen Mizrano, and I win. My firm is committed to fighting the big insurance companies and making sure you get the money you deserve. Call today for a free consultation. I don't get paid unless I win for you. Call 800-8000 or visit mezwins.com. I've got this. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. She's running around. Her breath doesn't smell. Her digestive system is perfect. It has made such a huge difference. What did this dog parent do for their dog? She switched to Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food made by Dr. Marty Goldstein, a veterinarian Forbes magazine called the Miracle Worker. It's the easiest way to support your dog's easy digestion, nourished skin, playful energy, and most importantly, their healthy, full life. I am so confident your dog will love it. Your order is back with a 90-day guarantee. Save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free full-sized bag of Tilly's Treasures Dog Treats. They're best-selling beef liver dog treats while supplies last. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or shop in over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 55. Tonight, another freeze warning, the sky clear, the low 31. For tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 62, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Hot! 
Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play, and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. And we'll start uh, with Blueberry Steve up in Montreal, Canada. We'll get to him coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to talk with David Schultz coming up at 430. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the towns and nissan traffic center no active wrecks but traffic is unusually heavy today on mcfarland westbound it's slow and heavy from rice mine over to 69 congestion on 69 down at skyland if you see other conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about of course give me a call 205-886-8886 it's a brand new month. That means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. I'm Cap Ray. Don't miss your chance to win at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Open 24-7, so come on in for non-stop gaming action. You'll find the latest, hottest, most exciting games around. And you'll love the fun bonuses and big jackpots. Plus, you can watch and wager on horse and greyhound races from all over the world. Your best bet for big wins is just minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, off I-459, exit 31 Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, filet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers, a great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, 4 until 10, Big Mike Steakhouse, Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville, but the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike Steakhouse. The paint spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice, bigger medium projects. I recommend renting the Airless Paint Sprayer, Northport, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43, 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardin's Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot. Two locations to serve you since 1971. Hi, Barry Buckner. Welcome to Tuscaloosa Hyundai. Anything I can do to help you? Not the most exciting way to begin a radio commercial, but anytime we have you as a customer in our showroom, 
That meet and greet is everyone's job. From dealer principal to each member of our team, your first impression of how much Tuscaloosa Hyundai values you as a customer is everything. No matter what, the customer is the driver. And until you tell me where we're going, for example, shopping for a vehicle to better handle a growing family, you tell me and together we will accomplish the mission. Our five-star customer reviews confirm we are good listeners. So you tell me, where do you need to go today? A new Hyundai? quality pre-owned vehicle with our exclusive million-mile warranty, we're extremely grateful to be named the best of the best in our community. If you want to pay more, that's your business. If you want to save, that's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland Hargrove, TuscaloosaHyundai.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 800-583-2127. 800-583-2127. That's 800-583-2127. 800-583-2127. United We Stand. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. Six MLB teams have never won a World Series, but the Texas Rangers have a chance to make that five as they are one win away from their first World Series title. Game five against the Diamondbacks begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Zach Gallen will be on the mound for Arizona, who will try to force a game six, and Nathan Eovaldi gets the start for Texas. In the NFL, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is practicing today, but head coach Kevin Stefanski said he isn't making any game day decisions today. The NFL Network reports that quarterback Josh Allen is working through a shoulder injury that he picked up last week against the Bucks, making him a limited participant in today's practice. Raiders continue to make some changes. They have also fired offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi and Raiders rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell will start in week nine against the Giants, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. about 20 minutes we're going to have a chance to talk with david schultz and we're going to go down to is it lafayette 
Lafayette, Louisiana, and we're going to talk with uh, our Town Square media affiliate. We'll get a perspective down there, and we'll ask what Rodney Orr was talking about a couple of minutes ago. We'll take some phone calls here as we open up the show. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325, Scotland Boulevard, and online at com. Let's go to Blueberry Steve, Montreal, Canada. Blueberry Steve, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Oh, all is well, Ryan. Very, very, very pumped up and just so enthusiastic, ready to ready to get going. I got you. You're headed to Tuscaloosa. I am. I am. Well, we're we're flying into Birmingham, uh, and uh, we're going to be staying in Birmingham because the hotels in Tuscaloosa are just a little too pricey, but. We're going to be there. We're going to be there with bells on, all four of us. Well, super cool. And, hey, I know you sent me a message about uh, tailgating. Put that out there because I'm sure that we've got some very loyal listeners that will invite you to a tailgate, especially from a guy that's traveling to his first collegiate game. He's a lifelong Alabama fan living in Montreal, coming to Tuscaloosa for the very first time. I'm sure okay, somebody well, would invite you uh, because there's a couple of really good tailgates. So I don't. I mean, I have a. Uh, we have. Um, I'm flying down with my son. My brother, who lives in Toronto, is driving down with his son, and so he's going to have a car. We've got a parking lot uh, space reserved, but we, I mean, we don't know anything about tailgating. <laughs> so. We're going to be uh, heading from Birmingham to to uh, Tuscaloosa. We're leaving Birmingham at around 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. And, uh, like, uh, we, we, we would love to, uh, you know, join, join in. I mean, we, we, we will bring, uh, we, we will uh, contribute. Uh, we will be glad to contribute. We don't want to mooch off anybody. But Wait, here's another trick, Blueberry out. Steve. Just walk up yeah, to yeah. a tailgate. And, I mean, we have a tailgate for uh, our building. And uh, just walk up and act like you know somebody. Just walk up to the tailgate. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm serious. It, just walk up and act like, you know, hey, how you doing? Just, you know, act like you're supposed to be there. And they'll think somebody else invited you. And then just pig out, man. I mean, fix you a plate. Oh, I mean, we're man. in the South, man. This is not Montreal, Canada. I mean, you got to, I mean, hey, these people will feed you down here. All right, all right, all right. Well, I mean, uh, especially if you've got Alabama colors, I, I, which you I, I, will. So that'd be good. Well, I will. I'm I'm fixing to get myself a uh, a Tua Alabama uh, jersey. Buy one. Uh, I have a I have that Alabama shirt that I wore in, in Knoxville. But uh, yeah, so um, we'd love to meet you. Uh, we'd love to meet some of your callers. That uh, I don't know. Uh, some of my favorite callers, I mean, Dawson, uh, Tommy, and Paul from Lincoln. I love to meet anybody who's, you know, uh, Cousin Jumbo, whoever's going to be. I don't know. I'll be there. Cousin Jumbo. Cousin Jumbo. Um, yeah. yeah. So He was a wrestler. Like, my dad My dad used to wrestle. That's right. I forgot about it. Okay, yeah, Cousin Jumbo. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew he was, but I didn't know. I forgot about his name. But, uh so, All right, yeah, so Blueberry Steve, really let's, let's get a little prediction here. What do you think? Oh, I'm thinking Alabama 28 and LSU 
28-17. We're going Daniel's passing yardage is our tiebreaker. What do you think? Uh, I want to say 246. 246. Well, Blueberry Steve, do me a favor, man. When you get to town, uh, do look me up and yeah. say hello. And, and maybe, uh, usually I get to the game about three hours prior is what I is my goal. Um, I like to get there a little okay. bit early. Okay. And uh, usually I park... Um, Right there, I don't. You, you probably, you may or may not know anything about the campus, but uh, if you're looking at the Walk of Champions, if you walked out of the Walk of Champions and you keep walking up, I don't even know what the name of that street is. It's Stadium Drive, Stadium Drive. You that's walk okay. Up, that's okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. When I, when I get when I get to, to Tuscaloosa, I'll text you, and see if you know where the Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be able to say hello to you, man. I mean, you've been calling for a long time. And and like I said, I think these Alabama fans, uh, be listening the rest of the day or maybe a couple days, and you'll probably get some invitations. I've got a feeling... Uh, I, some... listen, I listen every day. I don't call as often as I can, but and I don't get through as often as I can, but I listen almost every single day. So. Got it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right. Roll Tide, brother. Roll Tide. Blueberry Steve getting into the score prediction contest. Let's continue, and we go to Dawson. Dawson, good afternoon, sir. You're in the game. Well, Ryan, it's great to be in the game. i tell you what. And, you, you've uh, got to be nervous. You must be nervous. Oh, really? Because you didn't – I mean, you normally are one of the first four or five callers on Tuesday, and it was Greg, Paul, Robert, Biscuit, Cole, Bubba, Pat, Marty, Dale. I don't even (laughs) see a Dawson. You avoided us yesterday because you're nervous. No, I am not in the least bit nervous. I I am just completely confident, Ryan. Um, I told you that – we're, we are playing the best football in America, and I sincerely believe that. I don't think that there is a quarterback in the country that is more ready for the big game than our quarterback. I don't think that anyone has been tested more than Alabama has. And I think a lot of times, you know, we have these teams that are capable of beating us, and they have a good day, and then we get down on our team. Like, we're just not anything at all. We've had some really good competition and some gone against some really good quarterbacks, really great quarterbacks, and um, we've gone against some really outstanding receivers. We played at least two of the top defenses in the conference in Texas A&M and Tennessee. And matter of fact, one of your experts, you know, called that that five that front five for for Texas A&M the best in the country, and. Um, so, and then they talked about how great Tennessee defense was. But, you know, when we go in there, we play it and we beat them, then our fans, not all of our fans, but some of our fans want to act like, well, we shouldn't have, uh, we shouldn't have had a hard time with that. You know, we should have beaten them 60 to nothing or whatever. But, uh, again, Alabama and I've watched that game at least 15 times. Okay. And um, the second half particularly, <laughs> the second half particularly, and I really think that was Alabama's coming together deal. Uh, and uh, and by the way, the offensive line I thought played outstanding in that second half. Gave the quarterback plenty of time. If you couldn't throw the ball in the amount of time they were giving him, then you need another job. He had plenty of time in the second half. He found receivers. 
And if you'll also realize that the reason why that ran, the run opened up is because um, they had to, um, you know, at first they had, I think, about nine guys in the box, you know, and uh, so they had to stop that stuff. And I think that's the way it is. Now you go, you bring that, you bring, you bring all everybody up there in that box, and you forget about not, not give respect to our passing game. You're in trouble. And I love it that our quarterback says, "I'm not a running quarterback. I'm a passing quarterback." Everybody wants to make him a running quarterback, and he says, "I'm not a running quarterback. I'm a passing quarterback," and I believe he is. And then nobody has a better defense in the country than Alabama. Nobody. Absolutely nobody has a better defense. Certainly not LSU. So no, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about LSU. And I and, and I'll say one more thing about about this. It doesn't matter how long those drives are gonna be. I, I keep trying to tell you this over and over and over. It doesn't matter in this age of football. When you have quarterbacks and receivers that can score in 28 seconds, it doesn't matter how long a drive is. Somebody's going to whip your butt. You can take all the time you want when you could be scoring three touchdowns and you take half the game to score one, they're going to kick your butt. So I'm telling you that um, – I'm telling you, I'm picking up some anxiety here. I'm picking up some anxiety here. There's no anxiety. I've been listening to you for 24 years, man. I know know it when I hear it. There is no – I am lighthearted. I am am drunk on Alabama success. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's good. I believe in Alabama. I believe in what we have done this year. We lost one game, Ryan. So we're at number eight in the in the uh, first. Yeah, but uh, we've been sloppy in a lot of games, though. I mean, it's not just the one loss. Well, you know, but Ryan, uh, there's a, there's all the top teams have been sloppy in a lot of games. That's a all fair comeback. That's a fair comeback. So I, I just think that sometimes we just um, think that somehow that we're just not good enough because we have a sloppy game or a sloppy half or. Or whatever, but again, this is the day and time in which a team can make you look real bad in a hurry. When they got Tennessee quarterback, uh, now we talk. They talk about LSU quarterback. Talk about Texas A&M quarterback. You know, we face some really outstanding quarterbacks. Everybody except the Auburn quarterback. <laughs> That's right. going to be laughing time. That's going to be laughing time, but. But uh, I'll give you my score and let somebody else get on here. But Ryan, just don't just don't worry about this game. It's it's in the bag. Okay. And I'm thinking something like fifty-two to six. Oh come on, Dawson. And I need to give you now. I need to give you a good tiebreaker because I don't want oh, somebody we, to we, sneak yeah, in on top of we, it. We are right. Okay. Well, go ahead. I mean, we'll need it. Anybody that thinks that he's going to throw uh, score going to. Um, Run the yardage up on our, on our defense, two hundred and fifty something yards. If they do, they're going to win. That's just plain crazy. Don't say we're going to win and then say two hundred and fifty something yards passing by their quarterback. So, how many do you think? Nah, I think something like he's going to be on his back most of the time. I'd say something like maybe a hundred and twenty. 
Just maybe. You said you were drunk. I believe it now. Um, I'm hey, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk on Alabama. <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. Uh, so you got my score. You yes. got my score. You've got my confidence. Yes. And uh, it's a it's a roll tide, right? Roll tide. Thanks, Dawson. Fifty-two Bye. to six. Uh, One hundred and twenty yards for Daniels. Um, if you believe that, I'll eat my hat, as Coach Stallings always likes to say on this show. Uh, yes, if you believe that, I will eat my hat. Absolutely. We'll continue. We're going down to Lafayette coming up in just a couple of minutes, uh, and we'll dive into that. Uh, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A family clinic in Northport is joining West Alabama's best-known group of healthcare providers, which will expand the range of services they can offer at their office on Mittlary Road. Northport's Allegra Family Clinic will be joining Tuscaloosa's Crimson Care Network. And get ready for the showdown between Alabama and LSU. We got your full hour-by-hour weather and temperature guide for game day at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And tap our free app to get the details on how Northport has canceled the second-ever Veterans Day parade. Raid over low participation. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the towns and nissan traffic signal traffic signals are out on veterans memorial at 10th avenue east this is beside university mall please use caution in the area traffic is slow on lurling northbound through downtown and through northport to mcfarland mcfarland westbound heavy from watermelon to 69 if you see other conditions of course give me a call 205-886-8886 it's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Towns and Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, filet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers, a great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, 4 until 10, Big Mike Steakhouse.
Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville, but the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike Steakhouse. The Paint Spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice, bigger medium projects. I recommend renting the Airless Paint Sprayer, Northport, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43, 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardin's Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot. Two locations to serve you since 1971. Join Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 55. Tonight, another freeze warning. The sky clear, the low 31. Or tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 62, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. in just a couple of minutes and uh, we're going to dive into this game from an LSU perspective David Schultz is part of our Town Square media affiliate uh, there we have a partnership and uh, they're a sister station so we'll go down there just coming up in a couple of minutes I do remind you about Nook's Eatery if you're looking for a great sandwich salad California style pizza the French dip sandwich is back for a limited time it's my favorite sandwich during this time of the year I parlayed that last night with some loaded potato soup a little soup kind of warms you up on the inside Nukes Eatery, Joel Bromfield, 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. We will go down to our Town Square affiliate coming up in a couple of minutes. We're going to be free the rest of the way. We'll try to squeeze everybody in. I know the phone lines are completely jammed up. Bama Nick will be the first caller after our guest. We're going down to David Schultz coming up in just a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan traffic signal. Traffic signals are out on Veterans Memorial at 10th Avenue East. This is beside University Mall. Please use caution in the area. Traffic is slow on Lurling northbound through downtown and through Northport to McFarland. McFarland westbound, heavy from watermelon to 69. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. The best station in the state, breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa. You know, there's some great people down in Louisiana. We have a lot of our friends that uh, we have a partnership there with, and we're going to go down to Town Square Media. And and these people are super, super nice people. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can find out from David Schultz. David is a guy that has done radio all over this country. He was in our state. Now he's made the transition to uh, there. It's been there for established uh, there in Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, 103.3 The Goat. Uh, David, true or false, as we welcome you to the game, it's good to be able to talk with you and be able to talk to your audience and bring you into our audience as well. I hope all is well, my friend. All is, uh, all is great, Ryan. We want to make sure that the Tuscaloosa fans get an idea of Yacht Rock Wednesday. Absolutely. But I, I must ask one question, okay, before we get going. Sure. 103.3, okay. the GOAT. Is that named after Nick Saban, the GOAT, the greatest of all time? Boom. Boom. Uh, no, it's okay. not. It could be, okay. but it's okay. not. <laughs> okay, I'm just teasing. What? I mean, listen, I mean, I'm part of Town Square Media just like you are, but uh, I am. that's a creative well, name, the well, GOAT. Well, you know, you know, the person, one of the people uh, who probably was rep, uh, responsible for that may have had that idea when uh, they named it uh, that, all okay. right? Uh, I was not here when it was said name, but that's what they could have been thinking about. Okay, okay, okay. But 103.3 The Goat, Town Square Media, which is we are tied at 100.9 and 1230 WTBC here in Tuscaloosa. So just give me some mindset because we need an LSU perspective. We do have some calls, and we got one a couple of hours ago from Colorado that called in and was a big LSU Tiger fan. From a mm. perspective there, what is your audience talking about this game? What, what kind of uh, things are they saying about this LSU-Alabama game? Well, it's the opposite of what it usually is, right? It's usually uh, Bama, at least recently, Bama with a high-flying offense and LSU with some sort of defense. Uh, And now that's not the case. LSU has maybe the top offense in the country, you know, about 550 yards per ball game. Uh, You know, Jaden Daniels should be a Heisman contender despite a couple of losses for his team. Uh, And so their concern is, uh, not so much the Bama defense, which is very good, but it can the LSU defense, which is banged up, slow down the Bama offense, which is, you know, that's not the strength of the Bama team. Uh, they've certainly done enough. They were trailing Ole Miss at half and won that ball game, trailing Tennessee at half, dominated that second half. So it can, can the LSU defense get some stops and make Jalen Milrow look like Jalen Milrow? Because if Jalen Milrow starts to look like Jaden Daniels, it could be trouble for LSU. 
Yeah, and when you look at Jaden Daniels, he he made Alabama pay last year. It was not his arm. It was his mobility. Yeah, the arm was fine, but if you combine with what he did on the ground and the air, then you add all that together, and, you know, he almost had a 300-yard day against Alabama. But uh, when you look at Jaden Daniels, and I think there's more than just, you know, the pathway to Atlanta for LSU. I think he could probably come to Tuscaloosa, and if he performs well, he could walk out yeah. of here as the Heisman for, uh, front runner. I would agree with that. Uh, if that that would be his Heisman moment, because the other guys who may be in contention uh, either have not lost or lost one ball game. I want to talk about that play at the end of last year. How often do you guys talk about that at the it, end it of stings. the LSU ball game? It, it stings. Because, it stings because right they were. This was a timeout, right? Someone called timeout. I think LSU called timeout to decide what play it was going to be, and Alabama was still running players on while LSU was going. Like, and then they and then they and LSU ran a perfect pick play, and Alabama didn't come over the top. I mean, do we? Usually, you don't see a Bama defense that ill prepared for that kind of play. We we do. I mean, that is a play that stings. But th there was a lot of stings to last year. That was a team that underperformed in so many different areas. That team should have been it competing did. for a national title. And at the end of the day, they didn't even sniff it. I mean, they didn't even win the SEC West. So it was a underperform. Right. Right. So that play is just a group of things that we talk about. We talk about the Tennessee play with Jameer Gibbs, uh, where Bill O'Brien, right. you know, didn't yeah. run the football, didn't get their timeouts, left Tennessee with too much time. That one gets brought up, but the two-point conversion, definitely. I mean, it, and I think it takes guts. I mean, think about it. That play doesn't work for Brian Kelly. Whew. Sure, sure. Well, the honeymoon I think he ends to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to avoid what happened in the Florida State ball game, and I don't think he wanted any overtime. He's like, you know, I'm not. I don't think he wanted any more overtime. We're going to win or lose this ball game right here, and I think more teams uh, should do that. I think someone in the in the pros messed that up uh, this year. Oh, it was Washington, right? Riverboat Ron ties the Eagles up and decides to go to overtime and loses because he didn't go for two earlier in the game. I, I like. I have the chance to win. You have to stop us. Let's get it done. So I, I appreciate going forward, and everybody knows what happens if you miss it. So um, I think overall, though, and we're talking with Ryan Fowler. Let me introduce him to our our audience. One hundred point nine, uh, the Tide in Tuscaloosa, host of the game. My overall sentiment is this: If this ball game is in the twenties, Alabama's got a good shot to win it. If this ball game gets in the upper thirties or the low forties, uh, it could be a long day for the Tide. I think the upper side of the scores favors LSU. I, I don't know if Alabama can get in a shootout, but now this is not a jab. It's probably going to sound like one, but also Alabama has not played a defense that is bad as right. LSU. Right. I, no, I mean, you're I'm, right. I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to make anybody no, 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 mad, no, no. but it, it's, it, it is, it's but just it's not a good Everybody defense. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Right. And they're all hurt. So the guys, maybe that's a good thing. The guys who are playing were either are either ineligible, not with the team, or hurt. And so we'll see if the new guys who weren't playing are any better because they were the guys who were giving up, you know, 55 points to Ole Miss, right? Those were the guys who had trouble stopping Florida State. Some of those guys are not playing now, and so we'll see if the new guys are better. But, no, you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings by saying that the LSU defense is bad. Everybody knows that it's not very good. <laughs> so I think did you did you Dave, uh, David, did, did you expect that this would be this weakness of a team? I mean, did you think that this was coming oh, into the no. season? Okay. No, no, no one thought. No one thought this. They got a bunch of transfers in. You know, I know the kid. 
Deuce Chestnut. No one knows why he he isn't playing. Uh, I know him because he went to uh, he was at Syracuse before transferring to LSU, and he was one of Cuse's best corners. Uh, he's a shorter guy, so when uh, Keon Coleman at like six three, six four catches a ball over him, everyone's crushing him. But it's like he was covering him. He just he's taller than he is. For some reason, he's no longer with the team, and they've had some other transfers that are not playing anymore, and they they don't have the consistent pass rush. They were trying. Um, trying to find the right spot for the linebackers. Uh, Harold Perkins Jr., right? He was on the inside, and that was not working. Finally, they moved him to the outside, and that was working. So, you know, put him back in his natural position, regardless of what it means for his, you know, pro prospects. Uh, but the defense has gotten better, right? I mean, Auburn did nothing. And Auburn, I know, is no great shakes when it comes to offense. But Auburn moved the ball a little bit on Georgia anyways, and they didn't do anything against LSU. They looked, I guess the word would be incompetent uh, against LSU, whether it was, Peyton Thorne or the running game um, just didn't look good at all against LSU. I think the defense has gotten better. They figured it out, right, as the season's gone on. Uh, they are certainly not on Alabama's level. I mean, this, this, why? Let me ask you this because I want my Monday back. I got a t shirt that says Will Anderson for Heisman. How is this defense better than last year's defense? Is Simple. It just, you know, just Pete Golding for yes. Kevin Steele? Is yes, that it? yes. It, no it is. is Kevin Steele the veteran coming in, cleaning up? I mean, for one, I mean, we could start and we could probably spend the next hour. They tackle better. They play better. They play with better confidence. I think they simplified a lot of stuff. Kevin Steele, and, and no offense, I think Pete Golding spent some time uh, down in Louisiana in several different parts. So if he's got family listening to us, I hope they'll turn off the radio. <laughs> uh, but but he was, he's, he was just not very good. I mean, fundamentally... The, t- the team played with a lot of confusion. And I think what it was is he was a chalkboard genius. He d- he tried to mm. do too much, and it confused the players. I think Kevin Stills come in. He's played a lot of young players. Caleb Downs, Sean Alexander, freshman of the year award. When you look at it, he's on that list that was just released today. He's been a stud for Alabama. He's played just big-time football. He's, uh, you know, as far as just solo tackles, I think he leads the team. But they plugged in a lot of guys. You know, you've got edge rushers like Dallas Turner, like Chris Braswell. Defensive lines played better. Linebackers have played better. It's just I, I can't even compare. It, there is no comparison from where Pete Golding was at and where Kevin Steele is at. And it may be mm-hmm. Kevin Steele may be older and he can challenge Nick Saban. And where Pete Golding was a younger coach, maybe he was just not comfortable sure. challenging Nick Saban. And Kevin Steele walked right. in and said, hey, if we're going to do it, we're going to have to do it a lot of different ways. And I think that's uh, been communication, secondary. They're just There's no busted play. And there could be Saturday because I mean, they've got their biggest task with LSU's offense coming right. to town. So. We're, ta- we're talking with Ryan Fowler, 100.9, uh, the Tide in Tuscaloosa, host of the game. All right, I want to ask you, I want to tell you a couple things okay. and then ask you because we'll see if uh, people think that, you know, somebody like a Deontay Lawson is going to, you know, spy on, on Jaden Daniels. Uh, tell us about Deontay Lawson after I tell you about him, plus his teammate, former teammate, also an Alabama uh, commit now with Spanish Fort High uh, on the other side of the bay, uh, Sterling Dixon. These guys would come to a, rem- a radio remote when there was no school for holidays or whatever the case may be, uh, but there was a playoff game. I think that tells you a lot a bit. Uh, and they're getting up early, right? This radio show was on 6 to 9, and you got Sterling Dixon and, you know, before that, Deontay Lawson. Uh, showing up for radio that tells you a lot about the guys but tell us about because i don't know if deontay's getting a lot of pub compared to the kool-aids and the 
you know, Turners and, and the Braswells, but he's got to be the anchor to the defense, right? He is, and he's a signal caller that has stepped right in. And I think that goes back to Kevin Steele coaching those linebackers a little bit different. Uh, you know, you, you think about guys like Dylan Moses. I mean, we could go through signal callers, Henry Toa Toa from last year, just not comfortable. And I think what we talked about, the you know, just too much to learn, Deontay Lawson has stepped in under Kevin Steele has just blossomed into this typical Alabama linebacker. That's the leader. I mean, just watch Saturday when you watch the players. Watch Deontay Lawson organize that defense. There just doesn't seem to be a lot of, like, last year there was a lot of looks like, what are we supposed to be doing? What what call? Where, where? I mean, literally, like, right before the ball would be snapped, they would look to the sidelines because there was still confusion. That has been eliminated. And I think a credit to that, and I'm not trying to take shots at Henry Toa Toa because I see what he's doing in, in Houston. I mean, look, I mean, he, he's played out there at a high level for D'Amico Ryans and the Texans. So, But Deontay Lawson has just stepped in, and he grabbed it from what Kevin Steele was wanting to teach. So he's been everything. And plus, I think it also helps that he was coached by Ronnie Cottrell, which is a college coach, coaching sure. at Mobile Christian. So he right. came in probably further ahead because of – you know, having a college coach coach high school football and prepare him for that next level. But Deontay Lawson is the glue for this defense. Uh, it starts in All the right. middle and it ends with him. To wrap things up with Ryan Fowler, uh, aside from, you know, who wins or loses, I'm looking forward to because, you know, as you mentioned, this is, you know, the, probably the easiest defense that uh, the Tide has faced. It'll probably be the most difficult defense that the Tigers have faced. And yet you have... Uh, you know, the leading SEC uh, touchdown receiver in uh, Brian Thomas Jr. And you have the lead, the nation's leading wide receiver, Malik Davers, in terms of yards going up. That's the matchups that I'm looking at going uh, the LSU wide receivers going up against the Bama corners. I think that's going to be fascinating. Will be, will be. But I, I think the other side of that is, you know, the corners and the, the secondary for Alabama. Because Alabama's got some talented receivers. They've not been able to hit them maybe as consistent but Jermaine Burton has blossomed into a guy pretty solid uh he's a guy that's been you know he's kind of taking charge of that wide receiver room so those are both battles on both sides but I want to see Alabama if you, you're asking me the the battle that I'm looking at is the mm -hmm. line of scrimmage for Alabama on the offense this offensive line was mm -hmm. supposed to be a strength. You talked about LSU defense was supposed to be a strength or supposed to be a little bit better this offensive line's been terrible and oh yeah right you know they can make a a weaker defense look better than what they they have i mean they played arkansas they made them look better so those are some you know some things that i'm looking at because this offensive line they give up a lot of sacks and all it takes is one and then you're your back you're your backup quarterback so that's another part is can they protect Jalen Miller, because you know this defense for LSU has heard all about Alabama's defense. Oh, you guys are the second fiddle. And just the same with Alabama's offense. They've heard how great LSU's offense is. And I think we'll see a little bit different Alabama offense. I think this will be their best performance offensively. But if they get in a shootout, I think it favors LSU. I agree with what you said, David. He's Ryan Fowler, 100.9 the Tide. Uh in Tuscaloosa. Appreciate catching up with you, my friend. Hey, and thanks again for naming that radio station after Nick Saban. We, we greatly <laughs> appreciate that, and I know you guys will be honoring that uh, 2003 National Championship uh, next year. For, right. uh, next week. Next week they'll be honorary uh, there for uh, LSU. But, hey, David, it's always good to be able to catch up with you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Ryan.
Thank you. That is David Schultz. Uh, it is 103.3 The Goat down in Louisiana. We'll continue with Bama Nick on the other side. T-Town Tide 100.9. 12.30 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th Street right next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We got a wreck on Alabama 216 at 54th Avenue East out in Cottondale. You can expect delays there. Traffic signals are still out on Veterans Memorial at 10th Avenue East beside University Mall. Traffic slow on Lurleen northbound through downtown and through Northport. McFarland westbound heavy from Watermelon over to 69. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. Justin Jones will be in for me on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on the Gary Harris Show, and he'll be loaded. The coach, Ellis Johnson, D. Orlando Ledbetter with the Falcons Report, and Jeff Spiegel from ABC 3340. Justin Jones in for Gary Harris Thursday morning at 9 on the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 55. Tonight, another freeze warning, the sky clear, the low 31. Or tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 62, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. your score prediction in phone lines completely jammed up we're going to get to many of those coming up in the five o'clock hour we're going to get bama nick coming up here in just a couple of seconds i do tell you about r and r cigars 2703 6th street if you want to relax and recharge maybe it's a little world series baseball maybe a little football you can do both or maybe it's getting ready for the lsu alabama game relax and recharge or maybe you're just trying to recover from halloween last night uh, you can relax and recharge 2703 6th Street, R&R Cigars. 1,000 different cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor that you'll find there with Reagan and Randy Starner, R&R Cigars. Let's go to Bama Nick. Bama Nick, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, my friend? Brian Fowler. Woo, the greatest caller ever to the Brian Fowler Show with the game, 100.9. I'm doing just great, Ryan Fowler. Talk to me. Are you worried about LSU? Not a bit, Ryan Fowler. Not You're a confident. Bit. Good. 
Confident, Fowler, confident. Alabama, I've been watching them. You know, I used to swear at them every weekend, but I think we got it on track now, Fowler. I think we got on track. I may not have to be pouring as many this weekend. Well, good. That's a good thing. 645, I can only imagine 645 in your world. So that's 745. Oh, that's 745. Woo! Well, woo, Fowler. <laughs> it's going to be rough, Fowler. It's going to be rough for me to hold off. I mean, will you be able to will you be able to make the game? I mean, will you watch every bit of it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I watch every bit of it, Fowler. Okay. Me and Miss Kathy will sit here and watch every bit of it. I mean that's that's getting right, late Fowler. over there. I'm, yeah, let me go ahead and give you my scores real quick. Now I want to clarify with you for a few minutes. Okay. I won't take up much of time. I know you got a lot of people trying to get in. Well, you're so generous. Well, yeah, I'm in a good mood today, Fowler. Good. I'm in a good mood. You Why? caught me when I I hadn't poured a couple. I okay. mean, I done poured two, but I got home late. Okay. And then y'all took my call pretty early, so. Yeah, well, we, we I mean, number one guy, you go to the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Look, uh, I'm going to go Alabama 31, LSU 17. Oh, I like that score. I like it. Yeah, I mean, we've beat a lot of people 31-17. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been figuring, and and I saw the early. Well, I saw the line is three and a half, three points over and under sixty and a half. Uh, but I'll I'll be doing that Friday with a parlay. Pick, All right, Jaden so. Daniels passing numbers. Where do you want to go? I'm going to go two six two sixty two. Okay, unlike Dawson at a hundred and twenty. Oh, uh, Dawson, he he don't know what he's doing, no how. He he comes up with these wild ass predictions and. Mm. I don't know about Dawson. All right, so what do you want to what do you want to chatter about? What's on your yeah? Mind? When I talk, uh, well, you know, when I talked to you early, you know, you called me, called me this afternoon. I was returning well, your call. Yes, that's right. You was, and I appreciate. It. But then you told me you had some chaos on the show. I missed that part. You was telling about it. <laughs> Biscuit Bruce, one of your producers, you said I think it was Mason got into it. Well, they were they were nice, and I, they, they've they've now. Uh, Biscuit Bruce called in earlier and uh, didn't want to go on the air, but uh, talked to Mason off the air. They just had a different side of a different opinion. So, and that's what talk yeah. radio is all about. I mean, we we had a Colorado guy called in earlier that was uh, from LSU perspective, and uh, not that we got in a disagreement, but uh, you know, if we all agreed on every single thing, we would be kind of a boring show. Oh, I, I thought it was about that Dabo matter. It was. It was. Well, what'd you think about I didn't it? Know it? Well, I, I mean, I mean, like yesterday, I got in late. I, I only caught the last part of your show, and that's why I didn't know that Biscuit Bruce had called in and got into it with me. Yeah, and then we went to you, and you were not there. Well, yeah, when I called in, I had you had six minutes left in the show, and you was talking to somebody else, and then I waited three minutes, and guys, hell, fouling. If he does get to me, he's gonna say, well. Nick, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't take your predictions. It doesn't matter. I just said, well, I'll call in today. Okay. Well, we got you. Thirty-one, seventeen, two, sixty-two. Yeah, but uh, I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to find out the facts. I mean, I want to know what uh, Biscuit Bruce is getting all over Mason about. You know, uh, they need to leave my boy Dabo alone. All these people call in. Well, actually, Biscuit Bruce was taken up for Dabo. Well, that's good. Biscuit Bruce did good then. But everybody's called in. Uh, Dabo's an old coach. He's he's a Nick Saban coach. Uh, he don't believe in all that transfer portal mess. I don't either. It's screwing up football. 
Well, anyway, all, all right. right, Paul. That's all I got to say today. I, I'm, I'm tired of clattering with you. I got Roll Tide. Thanks, Pamela. Roll Tide, Elvis. Thank Elvis. Elvis. Elvis has left the building. We'll continue. Let me tell you about DCH Health System. When you look there, uh, the original location, uh, DCH Health System, there on University Boulevard, but also DCH Health System in Northport and also in Fayette. DCH Health System, orthopedic, surgical services, women's services. Uh, if you're looking for emergency services, certainly either location can serve you. DCH Health System. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross Blue Shield Health and Dental 401k paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th street right next to ion apartments here's your west alabama traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center we got a wreck on alabama 216 at 54th avenue east out in cottondale you can expect delays there traffic signals are still out on veterans memorial at 10th avenue east beside university mall traffic slow on lurleen northbound through downtown and through northport mcfarland westbound heavy from watermelon over to 69 if you see other conditions of course give me a call it's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. DreamlandBBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Braun arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in our immediate area tuscaloosa and the original location there off jug factory road downtown northport dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere nukes eatery right there on university boulevard 205 university boulevard call ahead or Orders 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Cheese, catering from a small office party to 
through a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban in Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. Antonio Pierce has officially been introduced as the Raiders interim head coach. I had opportunities to leave and go to other organizations. I decided not to. The short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. talking straight out of Compton, mm-hmm. rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Raiders have announced that rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell will start their Week 9 matchup against the Giants, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. The Texas Rangers are one win away from their first World Series title in franchise history. They will face the Diamondbacks for Game 5 tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and you can catch all the action on Fox. Nathan Eovaldi will be on the mound for Texas, and Zach Gallen gets the start for Arizona, who will try to force a Game 6. Tennessee Byway One arm on the wheel Holding my lover With the other A sweet, soft, southern thrill Worked hard all week Got a little jingle On a Tennessee Saturday night Couldn't feel better I'm together with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar, park in a holler neath the mountain moonlight. Order up. Alright, we're waiting for Nick Saban to stand at that podium. We're about 50 minutes away. We will carry that live, so we'll squeeze in as many phone calls as we possibly can. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. 18 national titles, 29 SEC titles, 145 first-team All-American, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. 
and we're powered every single day by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325 Scotland Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Let's go to Tony in Tuscaloosa. Tony, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Hey, hold on just a minute. Can you hold on one minute? We've got somebody has burnt the darn corn dogs up here. What is that? (laughs) You know, uh, who did that? I, I, I need to know. I need to know. What my time frame is here because I know I'll thirty seconds, about five minutes. Oh, okay. But when is coach supposed to come up? Uh, five fifty. Okay, so okay, all right. And I know the lines. Hey, you know, um, my hatred for LSU is right up there with uh, with Roberts, and uh, you know, I, I, I love their tailgate, and if you get drunk enough, you don't mind them with their little hands and their oily uh, fingernail tips and their uh, curly hair and their, uh, you know, because they're really fuzzy, short, little carny people. Uh, Coonasses is what Coach Saban likes to call them. So I'll call them coonasses. Carnival coonasses with short little hands. You know, just, and I'm talking about the girls. But anyway. Are you talking about like those exhibits where you go to like a state fair and you pay $2 to come back and see? Is that what you're... No, no, no. I'm talking about when you go to the carnival and you you know, you never see the people that put the rides together, but you think you might know, you know, the really sketchy method that's running the thing and you got the other one that's, you know, maybe got a little humpback and just doesn't look right or whatever going through. That's an LSU fan. And like I said, you know, they're... They're, they're, they tend to be really fuzzy, furry people with small hands. And, you know, they look like carnies. And uh, they got oil and dirt underneath their fingernails. And I'm like I said, I'm talking about the women here. I mean, you just described uh, a lot of my character. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my finger. <laughs> well, some of your callers, too. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I'm going to really level LSU on Friday. Okay. But you yesterday there was a call, and you mercifully jumped on the hand grenade to protect the caller, and then he immediately started backtracking faster than Michael Jackson can moonwalk. But I will say this. You know, I see both sides of that, but we never got to hear Mason's point of view because the caller just dominated it. Oh, I know you. No, you're, you're a dumbass. No, no, no. I didn't say you were dumb. Uh, you know, and all that stuff going on. I'd like to hear Mason give his side, because I'll be honest with you. I think there are two sides to the story. And I don't think as much as you want to, someone might want to bully people into always accepting their side as being the only side. I don't believe that. I think you have two different sides and you debate it like simple educated people do i heard the other side or at least i got an idea uh of the other side but i'd like to hear what started off as a very educated professional take uh by mason but i'd like to hear how he took that conversation between Dabo and the caller so you, you want mason's opinion on on Dabo? 
I do. Well, I just want. I, I don't think it's on Dabo. I think it's on the call. You know, on what on how he took that call. Okay. All right, you know, Mason, because I would, the... I would, I would say the caller probably is closer it, to Mason's age. They that, that called in the Dabo than than Mason is the Dabo's age, and I think it's a unique take. And you're, I think you're talking America, about Tyler. We, Tyler. Well, whoever. Hey, now now look. You're starting to sound like the guy that called in. Well, no, no. no, I, I, no I'm talking about hold on, the guy hold on. that called Ma- in. Ma- Mason, I isolated the audio. Show. Uh, did, to your did, show. I'm talking about Mason. I'm talking about you're starting to sound like that guy. Yeah, but I was talking uh, about Dabo Mason. when he goes, Tyler. Oh, uh, okay, I got Tyler. Okay. Tyler. That's right. You know, it just, you know, and then I'll give my opinion. Okay, all right, Mason. Mason, please I, come, I come to the front like of the table. Mason talk. Well, uh, Tony, I appreciate you letting me get on. You know, Ryan doesn't let me. No, I'm just playing, Ryan. You let me get on as much as I want to. That's right. He likes to keep the talent. Uh, but no, I, out there. you know, I know let I me know. let me preface by because I, I I don't think I quite was able to get this out yesterday. I mean, look, Dabo Sweeney has accomplished a lot of great things as a head coach in college football, and he I can't take any of that away from him. He's done he's done incredible things at Clemson. He has taken Clemson from the depths of college football and turned them into a national powerhouse. I mean, I, I can't. You know, that's an objective statement. He did do that. However, we are sitting here now, mm, however many years removed from the last Clemson national title. Uh, college football has changed drastically. You have NIL. You have the transfer portal. Uh, Dabo has refused to utilize any, any of those things at his disposal to better his program. And I think that because he's done that, he loses the right to complain when his fans are mad at him. You know, if, if Dabo was, was doing everything that every other coach was doing, if Dabo was out there, you know, uh, giving these NIL deals to kids and, and, you know, bringing in transfer, bringing in 10, 12 transfers a year, uh, sure, he has every right to go after Tyler. But Dabo is not doing anything to fix his situation. So, I mean, that, I don't know. That's that's pretty much the way I see it, you know. I don't think Dabo has any room to talk. And, I mean, all of our jobs, whether it's Mason, whether it's you or me, we're all paid to maximize our production. And if we're not doing that, that, ha- that I mean, that's why college coaches are paid a large sum of money. And we've watched Nick Saban. Does he like NIL? If we put him on a polygraph and said, Coach Saban, do you like NIL? And if he said, yeah, that thing would go, no, no, it would it would go off. He hates it, but he's willing to adjust. I bet he hates the transfer portal, too. Let me let me ask Tyler a question here. And it is not a setup, so don't, Tyler, don't worry about it. Not, we don't have I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about Mason. My yeah. bad. My bad. Let me ask Mason a question. This isn't a setup. Not that you couldn't handle it. I no, go ahead. Go ahead. Easily. But my question is, so – I got your take on Dabo. What's your take on Tyler? Um, you know, I still I have not actually heard the full uh, extent of Tyler's call. Let me, you know, preface by saying that. But uh, from what I understand, I, I think da- I think Tyler was probably a bit misguided in the the approach that he took with how he talked to Dabo. I do think he brought up valuable points, and I think you know it's it's. Uh, I think he is right to question the program at this point in time with the way that, that it's gone the last couple of years. I think he probably could have been a bit more respectful. And, you know, if I was in Tyler's situation and calling <laughs> into the coach's radio show, I'd probably, be, probably show a little bit more respect to somebody that's done as much as he has. But, you know, I, I don't think Tyler was necessarily in the wrong. I think he just went about it the wrong way. All right. I think that's very well said. 
you know, uh, not that anyone cares, but I'm going to give it anyway, my opinion on it. They both were right. They both were wrong. Tyler. (laughs) I love that. I love the old little, you know, I'm so glad we brought that back. I I mean, this show has been missing from having little things like, now, time, put it in there. Oh, there was no Tyler. I thought we were going to have another Tyler. You you want another Tyler? Tyler. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I'll set it up. I'll set it up. You know, it's great we have these little audio things here because it adds a lot to it. You know, especially like the. (laughs) I mean, we could get Dabo. We could get Dabo to do Tony. No, no, we don't need that. We don't. We don't need that. But, I, I, you know, I, this Hell is, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. I love that. Coach, I mean, I coach hold on. Let me ask Nick. Nick, what do you think about Dabo's comment to Tyler? So if I sound a little bit pissed, you're right. I am. <laughs> all right? So, you know, be careful. Okay. Sorry, Coach. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Hey, oh, and, and next Monday, if we lose to LSU, we may sound oh, yeah. a lot like Tyler. Sure. Well, we – hey. We've had a lot of people, maybe even some radio show hosts that have sounded like Tyler mm. throughout well, the season. Mm. Uh, not, not, of course, not not at this time. Okay, okay. okay. Time I'm just I'm looking around to see what the schedule was like. No, no, All right, no, no, All right no, Tony, no, you got to no. give me a prediction. So we got to get. To, oh, you got to give me your opinion. Oh, you said both wrong, both right. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, well, you're like a political what, leader. <laughs> you no, don't want to take a makes, side. <laughs> no, that's what makes America beautiful. Is that. You get to give an opinion, and there's nothing you can't. Whatever you say, right or wrong, doesn't doesn't mean you can't say it. And there used to be a time that I grew up when I was like Mason's age, where you listened to what other people say, and then you kind of debated it civilly, and it might change your outlook on what other opinions think. I, when I first heard it, I was all dab up. Then I thought about it. And I went through it. I was like, you know what? They're both right and they're both wrong. And, you know, it's, there's not a cut and dry. And I'm glad we were able to have this discussion. And it is also my understanding that the caller yesterday called Mason today and apologized. And I'm just going to say, that's pretty stand-up. That's pretty doggone stand-up. So I'll say that. Thirty-one. Thirty, Alabama. The key to the game is if we can run 30. the football. Yeah, I think it's going. I, you know, I think it's going to be a nail biter. Right, They're all going to be nail biters. They're all except for Chattanooga. Okay. <laughs> They're all going to be a nail biter. So just get ready for it. And I think I'm going to give it 275 yards. All right, Tony. Thanks, man. Hey, don't forget. The Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of Pharmacist, 205-752-0627. He can fix you if you smell like a corn dog or if you smell like an Alabama fan. The Pharmacy at Midtown. The Pharmacy at Midtown. It is T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of Pharmacist. When you look at the Pharmacy at Midtown, 205-752-0627. Located in Midtown, in the back there, the retail side, the sterile compounding facility, customized dosage to fit that, and also hard-to-get medication. It is our good friend, T.J. Thomas. Tony, thanks, man. Uh, I think Tony is long gone. I looked up, and he was already gone. So, uh, 
Uh, we'll get to him coming up a little bit, uh, maybe tomorrow, but uh, the pharmacy at Midtown. We'll take uh, Tommy and Rami that's coming up on the other side. We got Robert, we got Jumbo, we got Ram, and we got Nick Saban. Stress time, final 35 minutes here in Tuscaloosa. I do remind you about the wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of jeans, Wrangler Levi Lee, you will find those. If you're looking for boots, 60 different brands of boots, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. Waterproof boot, casual boot, Western wear for the entire family. It is the Work in Western headquarters. It is the Wharf, located on McFarland Boulevard between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. Since 1976, they're open for another 40 minutes. They'll close at 6 o'clock today and tomorrow and every day that they're open until 6 p.m., right there at the wharf. We'll continue with more. Nick Saban coming up following practice. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A family clinic in Northport is joining West Alabama's best-known group of health care providers, which will expand the range of services they can offer at their office on Mittlary Road. Northport's Allegra Family Clinic will be joining Tuscaloosa's Crimson Care Network. And get ready for the showdown between Alabama and LSU. We got your full hour-by-hour weather and temperature guide for game day at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And tap our free app to get the details on how Northport has canceled the second-ever Veterans Day program. Raid over low participation. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on LSU at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our coverage begins at 3.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner too. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cool afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 55. Tonight, another freeze warning, the sky clear, the low 31. Or tomorrow and Friday, the sky sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow 62, the high Friday 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. For you, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Baja Fish Tacos, Prime Ribs, Smoked Pork Chop. Fried okra is the vegetable today. That's the dinner special. It's the bacon wrap meatloaf. It's the fish and taters. It's the biscuit sandwiches. It's the great salads, the great atmosphere. Eat Southern, be Southern at Southern Ale House tomorrow. Hot style chicken tacos, coffee rub, beef brisket, Cajun shrimp Alfredo. And uh, they'll be amping it up. They're going to take it to another level when we talk about Friday, kind of 
uh, highlighting some of that Cajun cuisine at Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Let's continue with phone calls, but I'm going to make a promise. We're probably not going to be able to get to everybody. We'll do our best. Uh, we say it every Wednesday, but uh, I think Nick Saban also coaches that offensive line on pre-snap penalties, but uh, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. Tommy Romulus, Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, Ron? I'm good. I'm good. I hope you are well. I am. One quick thing. Somebody, one of your neighbors, told me to say hello for you, them to you. Okay. I don't know why y'all feuding, but, you know, that's your problem. Not uh, we're, we're, there's no feud. There is no feud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. peaceful. Yeah. Okay. I we're just, just was wondering. Yeah. We're, no feud here. Uh, just quiet. Quiet. We, we live in an an older person neighborhood, which is uh, a lot of retired people. And uh, I can't go out after 930. If not, I'll wake them up, you know, as I'm driving through the neighborhood. So, yeah. Um, well, did you hand out any goodies? Were you on the list uh, to hand out candy? I mean, when the little wagon came around your house? I did not. Uh, we only have one group of trick-or-treaters that come through, and that's it. And they're done. And normally... They eat somewhere around somebody's house around 5.30. They start, and it takes them, uh, I guess we're the third house on that little turn. And you stuffed, and you, and you stuffed them. You didn't give them nothing. No, no, no. My wife was there. My wife, oh, okay. yeah, my wife, unlike me, she loves kids. I'm, well, I'm not a kid guy. Okay. I mean, I'll be nice to them, but I'm not like, I'm not going to watch your kid. I'm not going to, you know, but, I mean, I'll give them candy, but... Uh, she loves kids, so she wasn't going to miss that opportunity. So, Good deal. I mean, I'd like to create a restaurant concept. You ready for my restaurant concept? I'm ready. No kids. No kids. Would, would, you, eat, kid. would you eat there? Uh, sure. I think that would be a kid room, like in the back lower 40 or something. I'm all for it. I mean, you know. And I like well-behaved kids. Well, sure, sure. And kids shouldn't be allowed on airlines. Uh, Finn, we're not talking about you. You're, you're not a kid. You're a grown-up. That's right. You can do a radio show, Finn. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you're Finn. Good. Finn, we don't put you in that kid category. I'm talking about the little screaming kids. You know what I'm talking about. That's right. They throw their Finn macaroni can... and cheese across the room. No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Finn can put collars in line and order and cut them off. So Finn is a very young professional. Yes, he is. He's a, he's a young about... adult. I mean, Finn's, Finn's, Finn's young. You shouldn't worry about Mason. Finn's the one coming after your job. I just want to tell you that now. Thanks, Finn. Uh, yeah. We love Finn. That's right. And we love all kids. Yes. And yeah, my fingers are not crossed. Can, all the sugar you can. And send them home. Oh, yeah. Load them up. Load and, them. and I even went to, you know, a big supermarket and got a lot of nice candy bars. Big ones. Good. So, but, but you um, know why I did that? It wasn't for the kids. No, it was for you. Well, it was for me, but it was also to prevent eggs from being thrown at my house the next day if we don't give good candy. For those right. who give peppermints, you, you got eggs. Yeah. Here's a little peppermint piece. Well, we had a good crowd at the fire station. It really turned out better than we hoped it would. So I'm glad. It'd probably be a yearly tradition. But uh, have you taken care of the other problem about your burnt corn dog? 
You need no. to go call I've the asked Mason if he could look into it. Mason, can you find out who burnt the corn dogs around here? I mean, they, they're awful smelling. Who, who was that? I mean, the evidence is pointing to Tony. It could be. It could be. Um, well, I mean, you need to talk to Walt Maddox about this. This was what they did yesterday was a disgrace. A total disgrace on the city of Tuscaloosa to dishonor a great football coach by honoring Les Miles, the corn dog king. Come on. And it was his birthday. I'm still very upset about this. All right. Tommy, I think you got a score in yesterday. You're doing what uh, they do on Capitol Hill, right? No, they can't fill a bus. They don't know what it means. They can't even talk to each other. No, I thought I'd just give you some enlightenment. You well, know, thank you. I, thank you. So, yeah. We love you, Tony. Thank you, man. Whatever you call me, it's okay. I know who I am. I said Tommy. Did I say Tony? Yeah, oh, my bad. Me. Well, we love you too, Tommy. So, I'm going to shake my brother on you. You're dead, man. Have a wonderful rest of your day and roll tight, Ron Fowler. Roll tight. Roll tight. I do love kids. I love my nieces and nephews. Mason, are you a kid person? I mean, you either you're, you either are or you're not. I mean, uh, get me around like some children and we're going to have a grand old Sure, time. sure. But, but like, um, the however, ones that, that you go to also like, Oh. annoy me to no bounds oh. and they frustrate me and they give me anxiety and they make me nervous but yes I, I would I would call myself a probably a kid person we were one and done we were one and done so uh, we we didn't take another chance we had one that was very very quiet Did, didn't really uh, throw a fit didn't throw macaroni and cheese across the restaurant I mean you know what I'm talking about those little hellions that you see all over the place I mean they're the ones that are standing up on top of the trick-or-treat uh, statue. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about those. Macaroni and cheese. Watch out! Here comes a flying pizza. I've told you for the 19th time. Well, bust his butt! That's what I, I pull for busted butts. Because I got a few of those, and I think it worked. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, how are you, Tyre? Hey, hey, Robert! Iowa, how are you, my buddy? ha, <laughs> ha! Robert Fisher here. Where My have name you is, been? Uh, I've, I've been alone. I've been working. I've been therapy. And I've been watching movies. There you go. So, uh, well, there you go. Well, well, man, we have missed you. It's uh, I, We have a I lot of people you. that have asked from time to time how you're doing. So give us an update. I mean, everything's okay? Everything's okay right now. Wait, yeah. Um, couple of days ago, um, two or three days, I've been, I've been sick with a sore throat and, and coughing, but now I'm okay. Now, now I'm okay. Well, man, How you, are you been? Yeah, good, good. You sound great. Um, you, you do. And, uh, Thank so you. what do you think about Alabama, Robert? I think I up on my need to... Keep it up and, and don't, don't, do not, don't, do not do too many, too many injuries. Okay. Nick Saban's still your favorite coach, right? Nick Saban, yeah. Speaking about Nick Saban, um, um, is it on YouTube? Can I watch it? No, well, you can watch it at a lot of places after the interview. Like, they'll archive it later tonight. But uh, we're going to air the Press conference coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We'll play that live just for you. Oh, I can, I can listen to it. You, you sure can. So if he goes on a rant, we'll have it right here. 
Okay, I'm, I want to talk to you um, about um, t- t- uh, Tyler. Where is Tyler? Tyler here? Tyler there? Uh, where is Tyler? Tyler? Okay, I don't... Tyler, where are you? Tyler! <laughs> I, I can't find him, Robert. He must be cooking corn dogs. It, yeah, that's Nick. That's sticky corn dog. Sticky, sticky corn dog there. I like corn dog. Do you like corn dog? I love corn dogs, but the only policy when I eat corn dogs, I've got to mix the ketchup and the mustard together. Me too. I mean, like I stir it up. I don't know why. It just tastes better. So, yes. Yes, I do. Did you did you have high bee? I work I worked at high bee. Do you have high bee around 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 town? We do not. We do not. You you're talking about the grocery store? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have one of those. We've got uh Bummer. Yeah, we got we got a few. We got Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. I never been there. I never been there. I hear that is like high bee. Uh, maybe a little bit different. Probably Publix is like that. Um, is is a is an option. We also have Winn Dixie, so uh, we we don't have a Kroger like they have up we, north. I know you guys have probably we, got a bunch of Krogers too. And which one is your favorite? Is it Whitley or the other door? Well, um, I like them all. I mean, I shop where the deals are at, so. Uh, you know, but if it's for oh. if it's for meat, I, I'm going to Mark's Mark in downtown Northport, and uh, you know I love their milk, J, Double J Milk, so uh, available there. Hey, hey my, Robert, go ahead. Hey, um, my high B, I work at high B. My that motto is, um, price is down, and you can you can buy the high B. You can buy the product. Like milk or anything like that, anything like that. The price is down. The price is down. Okay. All right. Yeah. What do you do? So my, and and I got to get a score right here, Robert. And it is so good to hear from you, man. You brighten my day when you call, and I'm I'm so thankful to hear from uh, you, man. You sound great. I love Tyler. I love you. I live, I live your radio state. Yeah, I love your radio state. Well, yeah. thank you, thank you, Robert. You're a kind, want, you're a kind person. I want to, I want to go there, and I want to see your radio state, yeah, man. Well, you come down, and you can see any time. I'll put you up here, and we'll have some fun. Hey, Robert, give me a score real quick. Alabama, LSU. Okay, um, uh, like like uh, the other caller said, one seventy. Who is he smoking? Come on. <laughs> it, 99 yards on 52 to 19 or 52 to 20. 52 to 20. I assume Alabama's going to win? Yeah, Alabama. Right. Yeah, boom. And you, boom. Robert, we love you, man. We thank you so much. I I'm- love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Robert, Waterloo, Iowa, man. I wished everybody had the same spirit as that guy. He he just he hits life with a uh, with a smile, and and that's so awesome. Uh, always refreshes uh, my spirit when I hear from Robert. Thank you so much. We'll go. We'll come back. We'll take Jumbo and Ram and Mitchell, and we got Nick Saban coming up. Dreamland School Prediction Day, Tide one hundred point nine, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck. 205-331-3551. Hey, let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. She is unmatched with quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. If you can't get by, you can order online. Freedom cbdandwellness.com 1110 15th Street right next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. we got a wreck on Alabama 216 at 54th Avenue East out in Cottondale. You can expect delays there. Traffic signals are still out on Veterans Memorial at 10th Avenue East beside University Mall. Traffic slow on Lurleen northbound through downtown and through Northport. McFarland westbound heavy from Watermelon over to 69. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's a brand new month, and that means brand new instant savings deals for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab one today. I'm Captain Ray. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan, I'll be quick. I know you got folks waiting. Uh, I'm going a little high. 37, okay. Bama. Okay. LSU, 29. Okay. And uh, 265 yards. Okay, I'm going to repeat it. 37, 29, 265. 37, 29, 265 I got it, Ram. So you're you're confident in a big way. I am. I really am. I think uh, I think Saban uh, is confident too. I think he sees some stuff that they can capitalize on, and uh, I really feel good about the game. Okay. Well, me too. Me too. I feel good as well, and uh, not as nervous as I was against Texas A and M, and not really as nervous as I was against. Uh, LSU, or I'm sorry, uh, Tennessee. I mean, because I don't know why, but um, Tennessee kind of, I don't know, had some fear there. And that first half was kind of confirmation of that. But uh, Well, me too. I was just like you. I was at the game, and I I was nervous as a cat. I was, I was as well, especially that first half. I was like, oh, Lord, have they slipped into Tuscaloosa and going to beat us again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, and, and don't think anybody else, anybody tells you they, they were not worried, they're not telling you the truth. No, that's right. You're, you are correct. That is true. There were, there were a lot of nervous people around me. Got it. Well, Ram, thank you so much, man. It's always good to talk to you. 
Good talking to you, Ryan. Roll Tide. Right back to you. And, hey, we do have a couple of lines available. We're going to get to Jumbo and we're going to get to Mitchell. But if you want to jump in on the Dreamland score prediction day, we don't know. I mean, Nick Saban could be 615 for all we know. It could be 545. It could be in the next 15 seconds. But we don't. We do not have a water bottle, which will allow uh, for some more scores if you want to do that at 205 342 9904. We're giving away a nice little gift package here. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. Well, Ryan, you come out of break, and Mason goes to the greatest rock group ever put on a stage Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Yeah, baby. I was like, okay. We did that just for you, man. Well, one, one day you got to play uh, just the good old boys. That was my music coming into the ring, so that'd be cool. And Blueberry Steve said, Cousin Jumbo. Yep, Cousin Jumbo. How did he know? He, did he see me on the internet? Uh, no, no. He, he said, you've, you've talked about it here before, Cousin Jumbo. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. Hey, um, he said his dad was as well, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, they were... Uh, Canadians were big up there. You know, the hearts were big up there, and a couple other ones... Uh, up there, but um, I'm not gonna get to watch the ball game Saturday night. Um, going to Indiana to pick up a cat, you know, Smokey passed away a year ago, and I found one that's identical right to the key. And the lady said I could have her, so I'm going to get her. Okay, so I'm leaving Saturday morning, then I should be back um, that night around eight or nine. So I'm hopefully in Nashville or somewhere up there. I'll catch the ball game on the radio. Well, you've got the, the, do, you, do you have the Tide 100.9 app? No, I don't have the internet on my phone. I'm, um, I've only got a tablet here at the house, and on my phone is just call and text, and that's it. I don't, uh, I don't care much for the internet on my phone. Um, that way, it keeps me out of trouble. But uh, I let the wife deal with all that. She's the the big groover with all the computer stuff. So okay, well, if you've got the Tide 100.9 app, you can listen to it. But uh, that might be a decent option. But um... Well, there'll be a national station I know up there that'll have it on. So, um, okay. I get to hug you. Let's last of it. Let me go ahead and give you my score. I told you uh, Monday that I'm pretty confident, um, 14 points. So I'm going 35-21. 35-21. Daniel's passing I, numbers. I'm I'm hoping it's a lot lower because I really feel like Coach Saban has got something for this guy, but I'm going to say 237. Okay, 237. 35-21, yep. I got it, man. Thank you so much. And, and and I'm with you. I'm not nervous about this game. I'm not sweating it. Um, I think we're in good shape. And uh, like I said, I think Coach Saban's Coach got something for the guys. Cause, you know, he, it's a little different against LSU. He wants the game no matter whether they beat us last year or whatever, but – he wants a ball game, so I see it's coming out of there Saturday night, uh, shining like a new penny. Let's hope, Jumbo. Roll Tide, man. Yep. Roll Tide. We're going to break here. We're going to get ready for Nick Saban. We're going to come back. Mitchell, you're going to be first up on the other couple of minutes. Uh, we will take those, and uh, we'll take uh, your comments uh, if you want to do a score prediction. But we'll wait for Nick Saban, and we'll continue with our Dreamland score prediction day. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
on the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. Tune in Thursday, 7.30. J.C. Sherbeth will join us. We'll go through the SEC with J.C. Also, Deb will pick his blue plate special. Currently 6-3. and three. I feel a win streak coming on. Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Aim with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Peoples, but uh, Bobby Knight, legendary basketball coach, uh, has passed away. Bobby Knight, uh, wow, what a what a legend! When you think about uh, Indiana basketball, uh, eighty three years of age. Um, you know, I really will be very curious uh, to hear his friends tomorrow morning uh, talk because uh, I know uh, Coach Wim Sanderson does inside the locker room from seven until nine, and um, I know he's he was very close to uh, Bobby Knight, so. Uh, I'll listen for that reaction. But uh, Bobby Knight uh, passing away at the age of 83. So uh, that's being uh, reported by multiple uh, different credible folks. Um, uh, Darren Ravel's first place I saw it, but I'm not 100% sure uh, that's where it came from. But, hey, we do have lines available, and we're, we're, we don't even have a stream up for Nick Saban. We do, but it's no video or no uh, yet, so we don't have a water bottle. So if you want to squeeze in, you're welcome to do that at 205-342-9904. Let's go to Mitchell. Mitchell, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan, let's go. Uh, 38-34, Bama. 38-34, Alabama. Mm-hmm. 199 yards for Daniels. Oh, okay. All right. It's about what he Great had to hear Robert from Iowa, man. That, that, that's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, we do We do as well. It, it's been a long time. I'd say over a year yeah. since we've... I was uh, going to say, I don't think he's called this year at all, has he? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I, if he has, I'm sorry, Robert, but uh, it's got to be right. at least a year. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, but uh, all right. we love him. We love him. And uh tell you what, man, if everybody could face life the same way, it would be a... I mean, he, he, he just a spirit about him. Uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he is really awesome, man. And we've all right, man. Uh, memo to the uh, bingo kitty cats from Baton Rouge. You're next. Roll tide, Ryan Fowler. Roll tide. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 205-342-9904. We have two lines available. We didn't think we'd have any time here at the end, but it looks like we may because we're on Nick Saban time, and he could pop in the next 20 seconds or he could pop in – uh, in the next five minutes or 15 minutes, or if not, I'll sing Jingle Bells coming up here in just a couple of minutes. So uh, let's go to Brady, Tuscaloosa. Brady, good afternoon. You're in the game. How we doing, Ryan? Uh, good, good. How are you? 
I'm pretty good. Let me give you my score really quick in case Coach jumps in. I'm okay. going to go Alabama 42, LSU 31. 42-31. And then we're also going uh, tiebreaker is Daniel's passing numbers. Give me 255 on him. Okay. 255. I bet you got a lot of revenge on this game. Man, I was in Baton Rouge last year. And it was I awful. knew it. That's why I, I brought it like up. I remember leaving the stadium. You could hear booming through the walls of that place. You can hear it in Coach Saban's press conference after that game, but you could hear him just screaming through the walls, LSU, LSU, while they're on the field. It was awful. It was awful, man. I, had, I probably won't get as fired up as I did the Tennessee game. That Tennessee game, we were sitting there making the roll tide tunnel when the team was running out, like – Every time the team runs out, I look for Coach Saban. Hey, every game. hey we've got always, like, uh, Brady, 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 Brady. Here is Nick Saban, the it's best coach older, in football. I might let you come to practice. Just a little bit. Just because you, you wouldn't come. Soft, man. Soft. All right. So, um, you know, most important thing I think in this game is, you know, great practice habits. Uh, technically, work on the things that you need to do to go execute. You know you're going to play against a good player. They have a lot of good players. You need to know exactly what to do, how to do it, why it's important to do it that way. So when it comes to the game, you're not really thinking about it. You can do it automatically. Um, and, you know, that takes great preparation uh, and focus. Uh, and that's what's going to help you have success in the game. And that's what guys have to stay focused on. You know, you can't worry about what anybody else says or thinks or does. You got to worry about what you got to do. And I think that's the most important thing for our team right now. Hey, Coach. Um, you've been a part of a lot of these with Tommy facing Brian Kelly this week. How's he approached this week? And how's he really started to settle in as the OC? Uh, Brian Kelly has been a really, really good coach wherever he's been uh, for a long, long time. Uh, he's smart. Um, they've got great system uh, offensively. Players are well coached. They got discipline. They play hard. They play with toughness. They play with great intangibles. You know, he's got a a winning process uh, that has worked. You know, at Notre Dame, Cincinnati, every place he's ever coached. I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for him, and uh, I think he's doing an outstanding job there. I mean. You know, they went to the SEC championship game last year and, you know, got a really, really good team this year. So uh, I think he's done an outstanding job. Yeah, I'm more so about Tommy and, and him facing off. What have you seen from Tommy this week just in terms of how he's approached going against his old head coach? Uh, I, don't, I don't think anything different. Um, you know, Tommy works hard and tries to do the best he can to help our players to play well in the game. Um I don't think in these kind of games you want to sort of try to, I don't know what you would call it, um, do a lot of new stuff um, because the players need to have confidence in what you're doing. And they gain confidence in doing that through, you know, cumulative reps throughout the course of the season. And if you just make a bunch of changes, you know, they start looking at you like, you know, don't you think we can execute what we've been doing? Uh, so I think you got to be a little careful, but I, I don't I don't see that happening. I, I think he's focused on trying to get our players in the right spots to do the right things that help them have a chance to be successful. 
when you watch Harold Perkins on video, what are your thoughts about him in terms of the explosiveness, first step quickness, and not just rushing the passer, but he gets out on the perimeter and makes plays to the sideline too. Yeah, he makes plays all over the place. Uh, this guy's uh, really, really good athlete, really good player, uh, very explosive. Uh, sometimes they play him out in the apex. He's a great blitzer. He can play like star and reroute people and make stuff plays in the passing game. Sometimes he plays in the box. Sometimes he plays on the edge. He's got great first set quickness. He's a good pass rusher. That's why he, you know, has so many tackles for loss and um, sacks and things like that. But I think this guy is one of the most dynamic players in our in our league. Uh, with Texas, Tennessee, and now LSU, what's the recruiting benefit to having so many marquee games at home in one season? Uh you know, I think it's great for our fans uh, that we have, you know, quality opponents that come here and they have an opportunity to, um, you know, cheer our team on. I, I think the atmosphere and environment that's been created in all of our games this year has been phenomenal. I think it's going to be really, really important in this game. Uh, I thought it was absolutely as good as it ever gets in the Tennessee game, which I think had an impact on the game and affected them. And uh, I think it's going to be important that um, we have that same kind of atmosphere in this game. But I think it's exciting for our fans. I know our players, you know, love playing in Bryant-Denny Stadium. And uh, big games are, you know, always something that you look forward to playing, especially in front of an enthusiastic home crowd. Continuing with the Harold Perkins topic, what is the challenge of simulating what he does uh, from a scout team defense perspective and then on the offensive end? We've got a bad audio feed from the university, but we'll go to a different feed. Here's a little bit clearer feed here from a different uh, avenue. On the offensive end, being able to identify him. Uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't think you can simulate it. Watch the film. If we had somebody that could play like him, they'd be playing. So they wouldn't be on the scout team. And um, so, you know, I mean, we do the best we can. And I think our guys do a really good job, both sides of the ball, trying to give a good look, you know, to the defensive players. Um, but, you know, it's hard to simulate. It's hard to be that deep on your team and be able to simulate. It's one of the reasons that we go good on good, you know, some in practice, so that now the good guys are playing against the good guys. So hopefully you got somebody playing star that is explosive, whether it's Caleb Downs or, you know, Malachi or whoever, who is a little faster, a little quicker, and, um, you know, can, can be challenging. And, 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 you know, our players need to understand and respect why do we go good on good? You know, it's, it's to help each other get better because you're going to play against a good player on Saturday. You get a chance to play against a, a, a good player in practice. Challenge yourself to do things the right way. And um, I think it, it helps you get better. But we, we, don't, we don't have somebody here uh, on the scout team that can simulate what number four does because the guy's a phenomenal player. Yeah, you've talked about the the sixty minute game and maintaining intensity for sixty minutes. Players have talked about it too. Uh, what do you think it's going to take for that to finally happen for this team uh, to get that in a, in a full sixty? Well, they have game? to make a choice and a decision to do it. All right, they got to understand the the level of intensity uh, that has to be sustained, the sense of urgency that has to be sustained, and how smart you have to be, which goes back to the preparation that you had so that you're not making mental errors because you're playing smart and you're playing with good intelligence. All right, so you got immediacy, 
uh, intensity and intelligence. You know, those three things sustained for 60 minutes to a high standard, it's, it's, that's the challenge. And you have to make a choice and decision to do that. And it doesn't just happen in the game. It's got to be a habit. If you practice at a high level all the time, you'll be able to play in the game at a high level all the time. If you don't do it in practice and you think you're going to be able to do it in a game, probably not going to happen. Uh, and, you know, we keep harping, we keep teaching. Uh, every time we get the opportunity to point out to a player, this is an opportunity for you to learn how to sustain better in the game. We want to try to do it. Tony. Jalen Milrow seems like he's more comfortable at both on and off the field, just in a more relaxed maybe. Do you notice that? And if so, how has that helped him You know, with his Well, I, I think it's a lot to do with confidence, uh, and I think it has to do with experience. You know, an experience is nothing but an accumulation of all the mistakes that we made in the past, right? I mean, that's all of us, me, you guys, everybody. Um, so when, when, when you learn from all those things, which Jalen has, and he's done a really good job of that, and you stay positive, then you start to develop confidence because, you know, you start making plays and doing things right on a more consistent basis. And I think it feel, makes you feel good about yourself. and. Um, it makes you impact uh, other people around you because of the way you carry yourself. And I think that's, that's started to happen. And, you know, hopefully we can continue to build on that. Coach, on Monday you outlined LSU's uh, skill position players with so many different great skill position players. What kind of challenge does that uh, present the defense and how, uh, how, how challenging that is that on you as far as uh, personnel packages for your defense? Well, you know, they, they got a lot of good players, and I think that if you single out one guy from a skill standpoint, even though number eight's been phenomenal, you know, all year or so is number 11. Uh, they got some other guys. The tight end's a really good player. The running back's a really good player. The quarterback's a really good player. So what it comes down to is everybody's sort of got a personal challenge that they have to, you know, get their job done, all 11 guys. I mean, the guy's rushing, got to keep the guy in the pocket. Uh, so he can't take off running or scramble. The guy's covering, got to cover. When he scrambles, they got to plaster their guy so that they, we don't give up big plays, you know, on the scrambles, whether it's runs or passes. So it just takes 11 guys that really are out there doing their job every play at a very high level uh, because you're going to play against really, really good players. And you got to be able to play the next play. I mean, it doesn't matter when you play in games like this, all right? To me, the most important thing is the other team's going to make some plays. We're going to make some plays. But we have to respond to the next play. You know, and no matter what happened on the last play, we made a good play, we got to respond to the next play. We gave up a play, we got to respond to the next play. That's on offense, that's on defense. And, you know, going back to Jaden, that's important for him too because we're not going to have success on every play that we run on offense. All right, but how you respond to those things help you sort of stack some positives right, and not get frustrated, don't get down on yourself, just keep on focusing on the next play. All right, what's happening now? This next play is the most important thing and do that one play at a time for 60 minutes in the game. That's what everybody's got to do. Thank you, uh, Coach. Thinking about scouting reports because of Michigan maybe, but I wonder, I know you do scattering reports on offense, defense, so forth. 
is there any chance that with an SEC having recruit, uh, excuse me, officiating crews that you would have a, a, a scouting report on officiating crews? Yeah, we have a scouting report on every crew. And coach it <laughs> during the week? Well, we, we, we let the players know that, you know, these guys call a lot of holding. These guys call a lot of pass interference. You know, these guys call whatever they call. It's just the historical background. It's not a criticism or anything. It's just, you know, guy, this, guy, this referee really protects the quarterback. I mean, so, I mean, it's just a little bit of knowledge about what the history is. That, that's, and I guess that's all a scouting report really is, right, is history. And, um, you know, I, I think our officials, you know, really, really try to do a good job. Uh, and it's a tough job. You know, I've talked about that before. You know, my dad was an official. When I was a little kid, I used to go to basketball games, and he used to get booed as a referee, and I used to go to baseball games, and he was an umpire, and people would be, you know, yelling and screaming at him. So I kind of have a different kind of respect for, you know, what officials do and how hard a job it really is. And I know our guys have a lot of pride in what they do, and they try to do the best job they can. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. All right, so that was Nick Saban. We apologize for the echo. We were getting a little bit of a different feed. We switched that and uh, kind of cleaned some of that up for the latter part. But uh, Nick Saban tells very, very confident when you look at Alabama and LSU. Just a different vibe here in Tuscaloosa. We'll try to provide you with the latest. We're going to have a big show tomorrow. We'll talk to T-Bob Bear at 2.15. We'll have Bruce Marshall. We'll have Brad Powers. And uh, we'll have a lot more. Enjoy the conversations with Josh from College Football Nerds. We also had a chance to visit uh, with Rodney Orr. And we also had a chance to go down and uh, with our sister station, 103.3, the Galt David Schultz, and uh, did a little co-interview there together. So we had a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate Mason, as always. We want to thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, highway patrol, military. We salute you. We thank you. We appreciate you. We remind you that we call this program the game, and the only way that you win a big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, t -Town. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.